with heavy metals, your body accumulates them more easily electrostatically whenever you have mineral deficiencies. Hey guys, I'm Barton Scott, and this is the Lifestylist Podcast. Okay, friends, pull up a chair, sit back, and get ready for episode 402. This one's called Why Fixing Mineral Balance with Hair Testing and Nano Minerals is Priority Number One with Barton Scott. You can find the show notes, links, and written transcripts for this episode at lukestory.com slash Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N. And while we're at it, I'd like to invite you to check out my blue blocking eyewear line where fashion meets science at gildedbylukestory.com. All right, let's get into today's show. Our guest, Barton Scott, is a biochemist, nutritionist, and researcher. And for the past six years, he's been the founder and product developer behind Upgraded Formulas. Now, I'm shocked by the fact that it's taken me seven years to do a show dedicated to minerals and hair testing. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you today, and I want to let you know you can stay tuned for a part two in a few months when I have Barton back on to talk about the results of my latest hair mineral analysis test and how much improvement I can make before taking another one. So both of these episodes are a bit interactive. Here are some of the things we discuss in today's show. What first sparked Barton's interest in minerals specifically? The quantifiable differences between upgraded formulas, nanominerals, and other formulations. Barton also breaks down inorganic minerals in water, trace minerals, and electrolytes. The shortcomings of blood testing, and why in his opinion, hair mineral analysis is superior for mineral and heavy metal testing. How to make sure the hair testing lab you choose is legit. And because I don't yet have my own test results, we spend some time going over my wife Allison's test as an example of what one might discover and how to improve your results. The relationship between minerals and metals in the body and why balance is more important than levels. The most dangerous heavy metal toxicities that you might not know you have and how you can use minerals to detoxify them. The dangers of calcification and how to choose between different forms of calcium. The little known but indisputable link between minerals, addiction, and ADHD how you can use minerals to foster EMF resilience. And as I said, while I didn't have my personal test results at the time of this recording, I did get them after we recorded, and they are available in the show notes for this episode at lukestory.com Barton for those of you who'd like to check it out. And I'm pretty sure that by the end of this episode, it's quite likely you're going to want to do a hair test yourself and get some of Barton's incredible mineral products as well. And by the way, his minerals, in my opinion, are the best I've ever found, and uh, I'm a big fan. You can find both the test and the minerals at UpgradedFormulas.com, and you can use the code LUKE for 15% off. All right, my friends, prepare yourself to learn all about minerals as the foundation of health with Barton Scott. And as always, if you enjoy this conversation, please share it with someone you love. All right. That's some good water. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Oh, man. I'm fucked. <laughs> a live spring water. I told you, dude. Once you try it, mm. there's no going back. Yeah. It's a funny experiment, actually. You can <clears throat> take uh, this, take a glass of the alive spring water and then take a glass of like some, you know, what we would think is decent bottled spring water, like Mountain Valley or Starkey or whatever. Put them in the refrigerator and then put on an eye mask and see if you can taste the difference and you'll taste the difference immediately. I mean, it's not even, hmm. there's no question. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really good. Smooth. And funny thing about it being smooth and this might be a, a totally unplanned, but good place to start. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a water geek, right? Mm -hmm. And what I'm always looking for is spring water 
that's ideally coming through rocks that are really dense, hard rocks. So like a granite mountain versus, you know, a limestone hill, right? And in the world of springwater connoisseurs, you're always going for the lowest TDS or total dissolved solids because of, you know, just the taste of the water, that kind of lime scale that gets on your pot. If you boil some spring water, you'll see like this chalky stuff. And those of us that think we know why we don't want those minerals, <laughs> this is what I always say. I don't want to see if this is true. I hope mm-hmm. it is because I always talk about it. Um, if I'm getting, say, like a kind of what I would consider a swaggy spring water from low altitude, uh, mm-hmm. soft rocks, and it picks up tons of minerals like calcium, and I'm getting that chalky scale on something when I cook with that water, my thought has always been that those are inorganic minerals and are basically dissolved rocks that have not been metabolized by a plant or an animal in any way. And essentially it's like eating very fine, very, very, very fine dust of a rock that your body doesn't have the capacity to use, Mm -hmm. which could lead to things like calcification, calcium deposits going in places where you don't want it, your joints and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. we're going to get fully into minerals here, but what do you think of my thesis on why low mineral water is mm-hmm. actually ideal for a daily drinking water? I think that's good. Yeah. Um, that's about how I've thought about it as well when naturally de- derived. So, yeah. Uh, certainly the deposition in joints is, is something to think about. And if it's going to deposit that easily there, it's probably not as easily utilized um, as, as, the portions there in solution so got it yeah not 100 percent certain of that but pretty pretty sure like reasonably very confident okay so, that makes yeah. sense um <clears throat> so when we're talking about i just did a solo show about water filtration stuff, yeah so it's all kind of top of my head mm-hmm. but obviously you know i know you kind of share the perspective of ancestral health is the goal mm-hmm. right so like what can we do to reverse time basically yeah our d d evolution um devolution i think they call it so we would have been drinking water around the world as uh you know an emerging um population that did have some minerals in it and Mm -hmm. so then we added all these toxins to water and so now we use reverse osmosis for example Mm -hmm. as a means by which to get out of the chemicals and heavy metals and stuff but when we do that then we're stripping the water of all its minerals so I've been in the habit when I use a water purification system like the AquaTrue of then taking like some Quinton mineral solutions like seawater and even sometimes just um, sea salt and things like that mm-hmm. to bring some minerals well, back into the water. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a, a wise strategy? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we, you know, when we're doing RO, I'm sure like you've talked about on the show is we're, we're stripping it of, you know, any... Uh, any nutrients that would be available. It's essentially lab-grade water at that point, and the body's not going to do well with that. Uh, I would say that's most likely stripping to ingest. You want to be adding things back into that. And that could sit, you could do it immediately. Maybe it sits overnight. Uh, but that's that's what I do at home. I do RO, and then I remineralize it. Oh, uh, okay. So. So that was not supposed to be the beginning of my conversation. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you sure. the thing that came to mind when you walked in, because because I haven't seen you in a while. We run into each other socially here and there and catch yeah. up. Uh, what's new in your life? What's what's exciting right now for you? 
Man, I'm about to go to Brazil um, and Colombia uh, for, you know, probably six weeks or so, something like that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the creativity boost that always comes with traveling and adapting to a new place and new language. Uh, my, <laughs> my Spanish is shaky and my Portuguese, I've been just learning it, you know, a week ago. So lots of, lot of challenges for sure. So that would be fun meeting up with a few friends on the road. Um, haven't been out of the country for more than about three weeks at a time ever. So it'll be, it'll be a good thing. And then I'll be coming back and maybe speaking at Paleo FX and oh, nice. we're going to have a booth there. So oh, if anyone's perfect. there, they can swing by. That's um, awesome. I'm glad to hear that because um, mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about these conferences and I'll probably plug my appearance at Paleo FX in the intro for this show. Yeah. But I love when I'm there and brands that I love and like the, the brains behind brands like you were there and then yeah. listeners of the podcast come yeah, and I'll, yeah. And I'll go hang out at the booth and they're like, Oh, this is that thing you talked about the minerals with that one guy. I'm like, yeah, this Yo. is the guy, you know? So it's, so, it's cool because listeners, I get to meet them and also they get to meet so many of the different people that I interview because mm -hmm. anyone in the f kind of physical health space is typically going to be presenting at these health mm -hmm. conferences as well yeah so brazil it's a great event too uh, it is palo fx is awesome and it's uh, right down the street 20 yeah. minutes from my house which is good 25 um congrats on your trip thanks brazil's one of my favorite places in the world mm -hmm. um incredible people there mm -hmm. yeah i've i've been to just sao paulo and rio mostly rio i think three three or four times yeah um are you single I am. Okay. I would yeah. not recommend going to Brazil as a guy if you're not single. <laughs> I mean, I just people in general there are beautiful. Mm -hmm. in, in Rio, it's just, I don't know what they're eating down there, like what the mixture of different ethnicity ethnicities is, but man, Brazilian people are just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun place. Hopefully I bring back a few of those secrets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so, probably like close to the a lot of sun close to the equator. Mhm. Mm yeah, that, you know, yeah. It's it's got to be a lot of it. Um and just great DNA. That and then um we have a, a really good electrolyte product out now. Uh well, it's not out. Maybe by the time this airs it will be, but it's um you know, it's in the warehouse now at this point so, oh nice yeah, nice cool. um that's funny because that was one of my questions mm -hmm. so for those listening you're gonna you're gonna learn more about this but you got a company called upgraded formulas mm -hmm. and um very innovative method of delivering minerals which mm -hmm. is it's your stuff is out of control so thank good you. Thank so you. congratulations thank you um but one of my questions was I think of electrolytes as just types of minerals. What's the difference between electrolytes and minerals? Like you already have all these minerals mm -hmm. that you guys make and sell. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. What's the difference between that and like an electrolyte mix? Yeah. So such a great question. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> um, you know, we have our upgraded magnesium, upgraded potassium, for example, those are electrolytes, right? For, for people listening. Uh, so you can take those by themselves. They're electrolytes, add in some sea salt. Um, you've got chloride and, and sodium and you've you pretty much got it covered uh, not too many people there's very few people that we see when they do a hair analysis with us that need calcium uh, there are some but they're it's pretty few in number uh, because it's so ubiquitous in the diet so electrolytes you know they they carry a charge um, so it could be positive could be negative uh, not all not all minerals uh, 
you know, some are neutral. Um, you know, if you're bound in food, it's usually a, a neutral charge uh, because there's other things happening in the food. So, yeah. Um, someone told me once that if you were to fill a bathtub with distilled water mm-hmm. and throw a plugged in hairdryer in it, that the person would not be electrocuted because there's no minerals or <laughs> electrolytes in the water. What do you think of that? Wow. Um, that don't might, try this at home kids that, yeah oh I don't know God. if it was just to illustrate the point yeah. of like this sure. is what minerals and electrolytes do they're conductive or right. if that is actually true I thought that was interesting that most likely at least in theory you know would be true uh, to com- to perfectly execute that I, I don't know but, right uh, because there could be like if you're in a metal tub or a ceramic tub there could mm-hmm. be minerals lining yeah. it right it yeah. would have to be plastic or something yeah. like there couldn't Non-conductive. be one, one yeah. mineral in the whole thing right yeah. but anyway i think i just that's that that's, a, that's a great sort of you know newtonian or non-newtonian yeah it's it's a great question i like that yeah, yeah. i mean i think just and we'll get into the nature of minerals but i i think most of us don't tend to think of them as as like conductive elements right that mm-hmm. that you know that's part of their mechanism of action I've been into energetic healing technologies for many years, especially those that are supportive for EMF exposure. And there are a lot of so-called quantum products on the market, and I've tried just about anyone I've ever heard of, but few of them have had any noticeable effect. However, there is one product line that's passed my test and become part of my arsenal, and it's called Leela Quantum Tech. Leela Quantum has developed a groundbreaking technology to increase your energy level, become more stress resistant, and also helps to support your whole family, pets, and garden with pure quantum energy. The Leela Quantum products have been certified and studied by various third-party institutes and doctors, and these, studies have proved, and these studies have found significant improvements in people's blood, cellular voltage, allergy reduction, and heart rate variability. But my favorite benefit of all is that the Leela Quantum products help neutralize harmful frequencies, including any EMF like 4G, 5G, microwaves, and Wi-Fi. In fact, I have the Leela Quantum block in my kitchen where I charge my food, drinks, and supplements, as well as the Infinity block in my living room and here in the studio for a huge energetic upgrade. Leela Quantum Tech is a truly conscious business that wants to do good in the world and even plants a tree for every order. So if you want to get on board, you can get 10% off your first order by visiting leelaq.com and using the discount code 10LUKE. That's L-E-E-L-A-Q.com. And the new customer discount code is 10LUKE. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Out of all the things that, you know, experts in the health space get into, uh, which, you know, some people are a hormone person, the other person's into detoxing, et cetera. Everyone's got their specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think minerals are something that we sort of discount because it's like, oh yeah, you got to get your vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Like fruits and vegetables. Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. right? But f- from, you know, knowing you and the work that you do, minerals are like way, way, way more important than we all think. So how did you get interested in minerals and how did you arrive at your Mm -hmm. passion for them specifically? Yeah, I I really had to. Um, I I realized it was an area of of real concern when I started looking at my hair analysis, my mother's hair analysis. Uh, I was born to older parents and always had this fear of losing them. Uh, We were close as a family growing up and I had two sisters that were older and um, but there was a big gap. So I was, it was kind of me and my parents grew up in the, you know, 
picture of the middle of nowhere, picture of the middle of that, and you're on there, a good start. Um, and you know, <clears throat> they, um, they were, they were great. And I was, because they were such great parents, I didn't have that normal angst and, uh, you know, losing or, or what seemed like starting to lose my mother was really difficult, traumatic. And, um, I was just looking for solutions and my own health was starting this mentally, at least, um, my focus was just getting worse and more spacey and less dependable more and more. And it became, it went from frustrating to concerning to, Oh my God, you know, uh, on different days. And I, you know, I did a lot of functional medicine tests on myself, my girlfriend at the time, her dad, my mom. And, um, what we found was the, the most interesting test that seemed to be the most actionable was uh, this hair analysis and luckily had an incredible consultation with this guy that's now retired and uh, learned a ton from him and, and then, you know, quickly, you know, applied like the depth of thinking that I got in chemical engineering to that whole world. And this is where we start to get on the path to where we are now. And I remember, I remember thinking, so how is it that I've been taking a bunch of these minerals for a year and a half or more and I'm deficient in them? And she's been taking them for like three months. I pre pretty much put everyone on a regimen even prior to this for three months. Okay, maybe it's, maybe it's quality, maybe it's a brand or something. We'll try it or we'll change a form or something. Um, and like after about a year of that, I realized like, nothing was really changing. Our levels weren't really moving much. Uh, and the symptoms were staying as a result. And I, I learned a this, lot. When you're saying you're just part of the interruption, mm -hmm. when you're saying you're taking minerals, you're taking like powdered capsules of. Yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever they were. I, I tried everything. Yeah. You know, we, we were doing liquids of different types. We were doing powders. We were doing capsules, you know, uh, did you ever try these and, liquid ionic minerals? Was that ever part of the? Yeah. Yeah. We were trying some of those. Uh, we're doing different drops and yeah, trace minerals as well and different and things like that. And still your test came out with yeah, you guys being deficient. Wasn't, wasn't finding a lot of improvement from, huh. from anything at the time, at least. Um, and I, I, th I thought, well, there's a real problem here. And it seems like across, you know, uh, N equals like four. Uh, there's not a whole lot of difference and change. And we had, you know, an age diversification there too. But I ultimately, I was, I was thinking, I mean, just what I got trained in in school. So that main lens was that <clears throat> and was, and that was absorption, absorption and the thermodynamics of it and the physics of it, the chemistry of it. And then how to take all that sort of theoretical knowledge and do something really practical with it, uh, which is, you know, here you go, Luke here's your um, first project. Um, you have to take this industrial project and make it, you know, vastly more um, effective uh, as an end product. And maybe it's a huge distillation tower. Maybe it has some nanotechnology equipment attached to it. Maybe it's, um, maybe the end product is an ethanol byproduct, something like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I started thinking about this and noticing, oh, this is a real issue. And um, wow. Also, <laughs> a couple things immediately. Um, a, um, going to need a solution to this. Seems like one isn't 
readily available. Um, unless I'm totally missing something. <laughs> and then, yeah, from, from there, it was just, okay, she's getting worse. I'm, I'm not getting any better. And just being really clear on if you're not healthy, you're not going to have the energy to pursue your goals and having big plans for life and going, you know, going to need the energy. And I'd been supplementing since I was 12 or 13 because, to, you know, among other sports, I, I wrestled and you can't just eat anything, right? You have to make weight, you know, you have to make weight. So uh, you, I think probably by the time I was in second or third grade, I, I realized, oh, can't eat the Snickers bar and then perform well at practice. Like, doesn't work, you know? And, and like, wow, I felt terrible, you know? So I started, and that was pretty, you know, pretty unheard of in the like late nineties to, to say something like that and go, Oh, food. And, you know, I felt pretty off, like not on non-optimal. So some of these things became pretty intuitive. And I think because of that, because of that sport particular in particular, I had this really tight feedback loop where I could eat something, um, and, and have a felt sense of, Oh, I feel great. Or, Oh, I don't feel great. <laughs> So that I had that aspect, I had the experience, I had about 10 years of supplementing and trying different things, a lot of guinea pig stuff and reading stuff. And then um, got into working out and kind of a slight bodybuilding phase. Um, not really, nothing like competing or anything, but all of this led to nutrient deficiencies, like sweating that much at practice, football too, all these different things. And then the worst mistake I ever made was going on Vyvanse in, in college, just optionally. Just what is to, that? It's a lot. It's chemically similar similar to Adderall, uh, okay. which is chemically similar to meth, essentially. Yeah, yeah I've heard. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. It's it, and it causes just like alcohol or so many other things. It causes mineral deficiency. Sugar does too. So all these things that um, that we you know are kind of told to hey stay away from like these are pretty addictive things whether it's alcohol or cocaine or uh, Adderall um, you know they they cause nutrient depletion um, whether it's maybe it's from a pH standpoint or it's just a different mechanism in the body where your your adrenals are just firing constantly uh, which can also happen in things like ayahuasca and you know plant medicines and you know, where your body's just, you're in an elevated state, right? You know, your palms are sweating, your, just your whole endocrine function is um, sped up. Your whole system is, is firing. So, What's a chemical engineer do? And if that's what you were educated mm -hmm. in, if you hadn't got into helping people by creating these supplements, mm -hmm. uh, would other job options be like making weird chemicals for DuPont that give baby's cancer in arkansas because it gets mm. in the water or something mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know what i'm kind of joking sure. but like yeah. you know what's the spectrum of like <clears throat> good versus evil of a chemical engineer <clears throat> what what can it be mm -hmm. used for as a career i think this is this is what the good side looks like and then the the negative side looks really similar to what you just said uh which is hey we've you know what happens when we tack on another uh chain of carbons and um, you know, OH groups or something to this particular molecule. How do we make this either cheaper or more ubiquitous or 
something, you know, a, a higher, cleaner output where you're, you're really given a process and said, and your, your goal is to improve it from an efficiency standpoint, from a cost standpoint, or from both using whatever technology is available. Um, yeah. So when you look at the periodic table of elements or you look at different molecules, you know how to read that language mm-hmm. from your education. So mm-hmm. you can look at a molecule and it's like, oh, we've taken an electron here and the proton here and all those <laughs> things. I mean, I look at that yeah. stuff and I was like, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. Sometimes I'll look at something like DMT and you go, oh, that's it has this little shape mm-hmm. and that little one. And then a chemist basically figures out, oh, you can take this little one, mm-hmm. delete this part and connect it with this and you have a, a new novel yep. molecule. Um, so how did that understanding um of of chemistry lead you into what seems like you discovered a new way to manufacture Mm -hmm. minerals that are much more bioavailable because they're so freaking tiny Mm -hmm. what was like the moment of realization where your education helped you to do something unique and innovative yeah that was a i don't know if you've ever woken up in the middle of the night and had like intense clarity on something you've been working on for a while but that's how it was i was i was here in austin at the time i woke up and it was like 3 a.m and i was just oh oh i got it okay cool and the the piece really was um the particle size it needs to be a lot smaller like it needs to be able to the whole thought was well the end point of digestion my the question i've been asking was if we digest well, because I was thinking, oh, I've got issues, things like that. And this, yeah, 10, 12 years ago, uh, throughout this process, I remember thinking, what's the end result of digestion that goes well? And it's that nutrients get into the bloodstream. That's what it seemed like the answer was. So I was like, well, how do we improve that? And it's what, what, it, what became really clear was the particle size is not in our favor. And we need to, we could deliver that to the body and take some stress off the body and just make it a lot easier. Because although I think it's a valiant pursuit and totally worth our time to do all the things you talk about on the show, uh, improving gut health is is really just so multifaceted, right? And although we should continually be working towards that, the soil's depleted, we have just so much that we're up against that if we could improve that even a little bit, uh, I realized it would make a tremendous difference. So in terms of the size, um, mm-hmm. because I, I wish I had like a, a whiteboard here, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. could do some drawings, but yeah. let's just say for those listening that aren't even seeing the video, okay, let's say I have a basketball mm-hmm. and that's the size of a human cell where we're, yeah. we're trying to get nutrients into and get metabolic waste out of, mm-hmm. right? So if we have a basketball here, how big is a molecule of magnesium or calcium or mm-hmm. boron or something that I would get in a supplement pill or something like that in a synthetic it's, form? It's normally about eight times larger. It might be as small as like about five times larger. So if a basketball is a cell, mm-hmm. how big is it? A tennis yeah. ball? Or yeah, it, it would be uh, like five times larger than that cell. Okay. Yeah. Five times larger than the mm-hmm. cell? So we're trying to get something that's larger than a yeah. cell into a cell? Well, prior to digestion, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then so. when your body metabolizes it, 
then it's small and like micronized, I guess you'd say, and small enough to get into the cell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now with the upgraded formulas, because you have these little drawings on your mm-hmm. site and stuff, and they're like, here's a cell, mm-hmm. here's a mineral, and here's our minerals. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, one iota, it's this tiny little dot. So if we have a basketball and you used your chemical engineering degree to figure out how to shrink the hell out of minerals, cells of basketball, pre-digestion, how mm-hmm. big are the molecules in your stuff? So they're, they're about a thousand times smaller. Than a cell. Mm-hmm. And a raw mineral is about five times bigger. Yeah. Wow. And has anyone else managed to figure that out? I don't to know. Your awareness? I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you explained it to me the first time I met you, I'm like, um, I've never heard of anyone doing that. I mean, yeah. especially when you, I'm a visual person. So mm-hmm. when I see the visual, I'm like, wait, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So how about um, say I'm eating a, a, a food, I'm eating grass fed liver and it's really mm-hmm. high in copper. Yeah. Are those copper molecules in that liver still much bigger than a cell? Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Until I digest them. Right. And then they become, right. are they a thousand times smaller once I digest them or do we That's even know? A, I don't think we know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is stuff. Only God knows the answers yeah, to this. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we can assume that if we digest and metabolize that copper in that grass-fed liver, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend people eat. Right. Um, Same. Myself included. Remember, Lou. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thank God they have the caps, capsules now because it's, <laughs> it's atrocious stuff to eat. Right. Um, but let's say, okay, eat that liver and it's got that copper that I want, mm-hmm. but then the body has to break it down. And then how much of that are we actually going to absorb because so much energy is spent and I would assume so much is kind of wasted in the process of metabolism and digestion. Yeah. Yep. We have a a lot against us there. Uh, In addition to what nutrition is in the food, then we have stomach acid. So what's the stomach acid like? And, you know, have you been like most people eating and eating and eating? And there's a backup of digestion and um, a lowering of stomach acid. So that can be very pro- problematic as well. Because you need the chemical soup in your GI mm-hmm. tract to actually do the heavy lifting yeah. to extract that stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did, because, yeah. That, yeah. And stomach acid is an epidemic. I, I, wish I, I wish I could just solve stomach acid for people. And I, I don't know. To get people to produce more, mm-hmm. yeah, stronger, stronger acids. Uh, it's usually too, you know, too basic. They could stop drinking alkaline water. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people always ask me about these yeah. freaking Kangen machines. I'm like, why are oh, we even? We already talked about that seven yeah. years ago, fifteen years ago. I got one of those things. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of alkaline water. No, me either. Uh, there doesn't seem to be. I can't find any valid science mm-hmm. behind it. And no. and again, going back to nature, when even if you go to a really high mineral spring, you know the minerals will make the water more alkaline. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you go to a really high mineral spring, it's usually not over eight something. You're not getting yeah. like eleven pH no. water out of a mountain no. anywhere. You know, no. And it it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It it either has no effect or it has a incredibly small effect it seems like so it seems if you wanted to change your blood ph if you feel like you're too acidic that breath work would breath be work. a much yeah. faster way to 100%. do it yes do you agree yeah 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like I, I'm asking you too much stuff that you agree with. I'm well, I, I try, <laughs> we are very, like, we have a lot of, a lot of alignment, you know, and, uh, I, I do completely agree. I'm doing, uh, as many days in a row as I possibly can in a month. I'm shooting for like 30 days in a month of, of breath work habit, you know, like oh, doing man. it intense. And Dude, I was doing great with that for many, many months living here. Mm-hmm. And all it took was just a couple days. Oh of falling out of the habit and um and now i can't get back i would do it here and there but i was like every morning you know non-negotiable breath work then meditate i mean i still meditate because i would be a complete Mm. maniac if i didn't but the breath work man really is a life-changing practice Mm -hmm. but it does require that discipline no one can do it for you it's not in your supplement cabinet like you got to sit there and do the physical work involved in doing it yeah i with meditation, I I find that that's also really key for this conversation because it it lowers your burn rate too. Yeah, it really does. It's, Explain burn rate. So burn rate would be if we're incredibly stressed and we're all hyped up on our favorite uh, nootropics, we're 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 our burn rate's increased. If we're really stressed out, our burn rate's certainly increased. If we're um, high on MDMA, they're in a healing scenario or in a party scenario which might also be healing we're also increasing our burn rate that's why i really believe we should be doing minerals before during and after in all of those situations when you're going to go do a ceremony or party or something Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i i always bring your magnesium uh, with me actually because it's so instantaneous you know yeah there's, I feel bad talking about magnesium because one of our advertisers makes a fantastic magnesium product. Yeah. Probably won't be on this show, this sure. particular episode, but sure. yeah. But um, whatever magnesium I have around, yeah. like I am taking a shitload of that. If I I'm going to be in the neural inflammation mm-hmm. and stress, that burn rate thing is God. real, dude. Like today so when surreal. I texted you, hey, can we do later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Extremely stressful day. The first thing I did when I walked in the kitchen before coming here was take a magnesium yeah i'm just like i know i just burned through a, a week supply in a four-hour mm-hmm. uh, disaster yeah. that i was dealing with i will um fly home from brazil if i don't have it with me like i uh, yeah I, I, or i'll sh- make sure we ship some plenty you know i always have it with me whether it's a scenario like that where yeah jaws are tight or something like that cramps you know it'll knock a cramp out in three to five minutes things like that it's it's how you know it's it's really working does your magnesium and i know you can't make medical claims but mm-hmm. this magnesium in general sure do you think since it's so good for muscle cramps it would work for menstrual cramps? yes and it uh, at least ours really does okay it's, cool so you made a claim great okay yep, yep. <laughs> I've, I've seen it firsthand we so. at least have this on telegram if anyone gets if we get in trouble for yeah because um, I always rec- I've seen it firsthand. I recommend yeah. it to, to to women in in my life, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and I don't rec- I don't ever like go back to them and be like, hey, did the thing work? You yeah. know, I think oftentimes if you're having a discomfort and then you fix it, you forget that you fixed it or right. how you did it, right? So, and I forget to ask that person, hey, are you feeling better? I just made you a big magnesium mm-hmm. drink or something. But it's I mean, it's like your abdominal abdominal wall or muscles mm-hmm. that are cramping, just like you would get a Charlie horse. So right not being a woman i don't know what it's like but i have a right. sense that it would work that way yeah your, your your period should not be uh if you're a woman listening to this your period should not be painful um and cramping is one way just like a headache that we're 
we're communicating with the body, the body's communicating with us that, hey, there's something wrong. We need to address this. I need your attention here right now type thing. Um, Michelle Norris, uh, we're, we're together. Uh, me, her, Keith, a bunch of other people. She had a really bad leg cramp. I gave her some of our upgraded magnesium and stopped in a couple of minutes. And wow. it was like a tear rolling. I mean, it was bad. Wow. And she's tough. Uh, she's really tough. So, so that's, and I've, um, two different women that I've dated have had PMS cramps. I'm like, Hey, here you go. Like, um, a lot of women, they've suffered with it for so long that they, they won't even like say anything unless you're like really perceptive. You're like, Hey, you doing okay. What's wrong? You know? And, uh, yeah. So it, it definitely makes a, a difference. And if you if you can absorb it really well and quickly, then it's it's, it's really going to help. So I feel that way. I mean, it's it's very much an emergency sort of supplement that people can be temporarily low in too. So I've induced deficiencies just from doing a really heavy workout, like what we've done at ARX and stuff together, stuff like that. Um, you know, pushing super hard. Oh, wake up in the middle of the night, man! I've got essentially restless legs you know it feels like ants are crawling on my ankles and calves and you know it's a pain that i woke up i should have taken more but take some and stops go back to sleep i'm able to catch up on my sleep maybe i sleep an extra hour than i would have but my day is not ruined which it really i mean no question it would it would have been and i remember thinking when that happened i was like wow this is scary and uh i helped solve that for my for my dad with the supplement i remember because he's he's almost 80 now he's in good health but uh i remember telling him like hey you like this medication you didn't always need this medication you didn't always have this issue think about how you know in terms of a level or a bar graph you know it's as if that that just got lower and it went be you know beyond the threshold and now you have this symptom that is letting you know thankfully in this in this area that's less in, you know, important than your heart, for example, if the heart can't relax, you know, we start to get into some really dangerous areas. And if someone has a heart attack, what do they do? Well, they rush you in intra- intravenous magnesium. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I it didn't calms know the that. heart. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. The heart's a muscle. Dirt. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and it's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so with everything, that we can take exogenously now all these different great supplements and things like that i still find myself thinking well like what if you just want to be natural like a natural Mm -hmm. person doesn't need to do anything you're just automatically healthy and then Mm -hmm. i kind of go back and it seems like a lot of this i think you even mentioned soil i think a lot of it seems to have to do with the fact that due to really ignorant farming practices and just having a lack of foresight into the um, consequences of humans actions uh, that we've wrecked yeah. the soil and depleted it of nutrients to the point where we have to then put all these fake nutrients in to get it to grow. And so the animals you eat or the plants you eat aren't as mineral rich as they once were. Is there, is there any truth to that? Um, I mean, has ab- anyone documented that? Like, Hey, in 1922, <clears throat> the soil had this much copper and manganese or whatever. And now it has less. I mean, is mm-hmm. this is a real thing? Yeah, in 1940, we had somewhere between 60 and 80% more, uh, I'm sorry, 60 or 80 years ago, so not 1940, uh, at 
is when the study was there was between then to now there's a reduction of approximately 40 percent less nutrients now i forget where that soil study was done and what region it was but um i think that's a that's a good sort of thing to have in the, the mind and you can taste that you know i was up in oaxaca in the mountains and of oaxaca and i ate a banana and i ate two and i remember thinking wow i'm like full like i wasn't starving but it's so nutrient dense is what i figured and i looked at the soil when we were up there at like eight thousand feet and um we're doing a mushroom trip actually and they're just legal there uh bought them for every month credit card you know it's, it's great ah, really <laughs> yeah that's yeah. funny <laughs> yeah and the soil the, but the soil was reddish purple and i remember thinking all right the mushrooms have you know not kicked in yet and uh, i'm just looking at the soil and it's like this is reddish purple i wish i i tried to take a picture and it's like it's not coming out the light there's not enough light but it was so nutrient dense it looked like a different planet and they have about 300 vegetables there which is an insane number, right? Wow. Uh, and that's where, you probably know this, where mushrooms were rediscovered in the 50s uh, was, was there. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you think about, I, always, and I just like knowing how things are made, right? If you think about, okay, what is soil? It's essentially rocks that have been eaten by microorganisms that have then rendered those rocks into what look what we would just call soil or dirt, right? So, you know, it's all of the worms and the fungi and all the things that are in there in that living soil. We don't realize, I think, soil is actually alive. And it's it's almost like people think of compost, right? Compost seems very enzymatic and alive and it's got a smell and it breathes when it's cold and all this, right? Steamy and all this. Mm -hmm. But I think we just think of soil as just like, ah, eh, it's just some dirt you scrub off your boot when you come inside, you know? But soil is like this living thing where these little wizards, these microscopic wizards take rocks and turn them into essentially food for plants. And then the plants can do a bit more of that. And then animals eat those plants. So it's like you have sort of three processes, you know, if you're eating the end product of being an animal, that is, you have three major biochemical processes going on to turn a rock that we're all floating around on into something that can go into your cell and build your body. It's right. crazy. That's, yeah, that's exactly how I, I think of that too. And you know, we, we tend to forget that we are just a collection of this periodic table and you know, we ignore testing those levels at our own peril, really, is what I've, I realized about 12 years ago. And it's just become more and more true ever since. So one of the cool things that you guys do, and I think this is going to be hopefully a huge trend and innovation in the supplement industry mm -hmm. is where you have a company that has products to optimize your health or fix issues that you're having, but they also provide the test. Yeah. So you can do like, before you start getting the stuff, mm -hmm. take the stuff and then test afterward to see if it actually got into your body and it's doing any good. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the effects can be you know, not necessarily discernible. There's so many other variables. You could just be happier. Like you just got married or, you know, got promoted at work and you're super stoked and you think you're feeling better because of that. But it was also this magnesium you took or whatever, yeah, right? Right. But when you see it, I'm like really into the testing because mm -hmm. when you see it, 
then it gives you that information before and after whatever intervention you decided to implement, but it makes it more real. And for me, makes it much more actionable. Yeah. And we're going to go over, yeah. I don't, I don't unfortunately have my test here mm -hmm. yet. Cause I was late doing it, but, mm -hmm. um, I have Allison's test here and I got her permission. I said, we mm -hmm. could talk about it, but I'm like, when I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, we need to fix this. We need to fix this. We need to fix mm -hmm. this. And then I want to do that and then go back later and be like, ha ha, all those ones in the red. See you guys watching the video. All those in the red are now in the green. I win. You know, mm -hmm. there's like, um, I think the, you know, the discipline that lifestyle changes and choices require, um, the compliance, that's what consistency. I'm for. The consistency yeah. and the mm -hmm. compliance for me is greatly assisted by having quantitative evidence of what I want to work on. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's huge. With that, um, how mm -hmm. did you discover the hair mineral analysis? I know this is something I've been mm -hmm. hip to for for a while, kind of in the alternative health scene. It's quite common. Right. What was your first experience of that? Yeah, first experience was um, with, with this, I guess, uh, naturopathic doctor of sorts who just seemed to just have this encyclopedic knowledge now that I would say really all of our nutritionists have too, where they can, they can link a symptom and some, you know, they'll look at someone's test results. They'll ask questions and they'll guide them through. So they'll, they'll say, so Luke, um, you know, it looks like you're, you know, your magnesium levels are, are really low here in relationship two other minerals so specifically not just that they're low but compared to copper or sorry calcium or sodium it's really low uh, the ratios matter more than the individual levels so that's that's one way so, say that again that's mm, really important mm, it is really important i never thought about that yeah. i'm just mm -hmm. like oh i'm low on zinc take more zinc <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm mm -hmm. So this is, so that, that's kind of like level one, you can get some improvement from that. And then beyond that, it's all right. So let's say you're incredibly deficient in, um, in copper and you have, and your iron levels are also low. Like the solution isn't necessarily to take more iron. It might be to take both. It might be to take actually more copper. Um, and that might have you have overall feeling better and it's just a case-by-case -case thing um and a good consultation will in any test I, I really believe is a mix of asking you questions about lifestyle and intake of certain things that would be related to this and also addressing the test but not just basing recommendations off of a test and that's where consultations go wrong in any area i believe certainly a hair analysis because you'll have certain elements and a lot of people aren't trained to read this very well i think that's why a lot of people stay away from it is because they didn't do a good job uh, providing feedback for someone and an actionable roadmap <clears throat> because there are these conflicting things so for example your sodium could be high uh, on the test and your potassium could be high those two elements for example maybe are you know, artificially high because your body's preserving them because you have such a low intake of them and couple that with the fact of we have some complete backward notions thanks to uh, paid things like sugar industry realizing that oh you eat less salt you crave more sugar 
and ooh, you know, like now people is are. Is that where the like salt give you a heart attack? Yeah. Things? yeah. <laughs> These that's, bastards. That's false. There's yeah. so much fake news in the food industry. Yeah. Freaking yeah. FDA. And that is that one is, is that has killed people and is killing people. Oh, uh, unfortunately. And here I am laughing about it. No, that no. That was before no, I knew it killed people. No, I know, I know. They're I just should've... diabolical. You know, the, the yeah. whole low fat thing. <laughs> I remember in the 80s, you know, when I was a kid, I guess, and a teenager, it's like everything's low fat, low fat. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, like fat is awesome if yeah. it's the right kind and not, you know, canola yeah. oil fat or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I think laughter is the appropriate response because it, it helps us kind of go like, oh man, like kind of keep our distance because it's either that or just like sheer anger, which is like going to reduce our clarity of thought and everything and reduce our options. I always ask myself that um, as a way of like staying calm is does getting upset about this increase my options? It almost never does. Yeah. So I that's just a little feedback mechanism that is is helpful i think i probably don't have to tell you this but there's a lot of confusion about air purifiers and i've tried a bunch of them over the years and it's been really tough to weed through the hype to find the best and i gotta say my current favorite is by far the air doctor They use an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses, plus other nasties like pollen, dust, and smoke. It also captures particles and chemicals, including a wide range of pollutants like gases and formaldehyde. I also love how quiet they are. In fact, 30% lower noise level than other companies. And the Air Doctor filters also have something called Auto Mode, which is a feature that uses a laser sensor to detect air quality and automatically adjust to the correct filtration level, as well as a clean filter notification, which takes the guesswork out of maintenance. So it's kind of a one or done thing here. Plus, they did something really smart with the dim mode, which turns off all of the indicator lights so it doesn't blast you with a blue light at night. I was really stoked to find that feature. And if you're wondering why I'm so hyped on this, I got to tell you, air filtration is incredibly important because indoor air can be two to five or even up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to EPA research. And sadly, we Americans at least spend 90% of our time indoors. Well, hopefully if you listen to this podcast, you are inside much less, but you still deserve clean air inside all of the time, especially when you sleep. So visit airdoctorpro.com slash Luke right now, and you can save up to $300 on any of their three size units. That's airdoctorpro.com slash Luke. Check it out. Going back to the hair mineral Mm -hmm. uh, mineral analysis, um, How does it work? Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. I could go get a blood test and be mm-hmm. like, hey, tell me how much potassium's in my blood um, and or heavy metals. You know, the test you do also mm-hmm. test for heavy yep. metals, which is super terrifying and awesome <laughs> at the same time. Um, what's different about the hair? Do these, mm-hmm. these, I mean, I guess heavy metals are technically minerals too, right? Yeah. They're elements. Just, mm-hmm. we do, elements, right? Mm-hmm. So we just delineate them by these are good for you. These are bad yeah. for you kind of. Sure. But, you know, is it, 
do they get, um, you know, like stuck in your hair? Mm -hmm. And I know like when you do your hair test, you cut it very close to the, not you, but yeah. the person getting their own hair cuts it mm -hmm. very close to the scalp. I'm assuming to get the latest kind of reading. Sure. So give us the breakdown on hair mineral. mineral. God, I can't say that word. Mineral analysis. Today's show is about yeah. minerals and I can't say <laughs> minerals. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's a, that's a great sort of, you know, um, starting point really. So, and for people listening, if you shave your head, then you can take care from other areas on your body. Uh, ideally underarm or pubic would be the next best options. I'm glad I don't work in the lab where you open those. Envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, this one's check pubic. Oh, great, can't wait to open this one. You yeah, know? Joe, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, it's suddenly lunch break. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, oh man, that's great. So, yeah the the way it works is you you want to have it close to the scalp because that's the freshest data, right? So, if you know, and you can do this like t tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to go have a haircut, and I'll I'll have um, the woman I go to. She'll she knows the deal. She's going to take a sample for me, um, and I have some ideas about future plans with that too for the company. But uh, we're constantly oh. looking looking at ways to make this easier for people. Dude, you mm -hmm. could have like designated, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, barber shops mm -hmm. or yeah, I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. So I'm gonna give drop scissors and scotch. <laughs> this little chain, you know, yeah. like a men's barbershop where I go over here mm -hmm. in uh, in town. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great. I might have a conversation with them. Cool. Um, cool. So the 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 way we look at it is, you know, we take that inch and a half or or less closest to the scalp. So if your hair is that quarter of an inch long, fine. You know, it's it's even more recent. And it takes something like six to eight weeks for the average person to grow about an inch of hair. So that's about how, how much data as an average you have. The cool thing is that compared to blood, you have about a thousand times more data per element tested because you're taking this huge statistical average. So it's like surveying a thousand people versus 10 people you know, or one person. The interesting thing to just compare it against blood a, I will say, if you're a practitioner listening to this, you can add this to your protocol of things and it gives you, at the very least, inarguably, an extra data point, an extra viewpoint or perspective from which to um, you know, question what someone needs more of, right? So if you're doing you know, a full blood plan, great. You know? But uh, the problem with blood, and this is not my opinion, just think about this with me logically, your blood is obviously you on your best behavior. It is you, your blood is like you as a little kid going to the principal's office. It's like, oh, you know, like it's getting ready. It's, um, it's you on your best behavior. I mean, it's, and why is that? Well, your blood has to be, you know, the pH is about 7.36 or so. And if it's, if it's straight, whenever it strays from that, we die. Uh, for very much right so if you if someone had a night of heavy drinking their blood ph is off uh, or stress it can change it if they uh, did breath work they probably just improved it really quickly radically um, and there, there's just a number of these fluctuations but it changes quickly and it it pulls from things like bone marrow and tissue so when you do that you you start your blood does yeah okay yeah your body will pull to maintain a homeostasis throughout that blood because it's delivering nutrients 
and it's that vitally important, hence the, the phrase lifeblood, right? So understanding that, I would just ask, do you think that's the best place logically to, to, to sample from? And what I've, what I've really come to believe um, after you doing this for years is that we could spot a deficiency years ahead of time, maybe as much as a decade ahead of time in hair before we'd see it in blood because it takes so long. I mean, if you're showing a deficiency in blood, it's been there for years for sure for that reason. So that's that's something to think about. That's super interesting. Yeah. So because your body's always trying to achieve homeostasis mm -hmm. and you said you, your blood's like, number one job is to, to do that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's going to be pulling elements that it needs from throughout your body. That's really, yeah. really interesting. Yeah. How does that mechanism of action correlate to heavy metals? I remember mm -hmm. years ago, I got a blood test and it was crazy high in lead. Mm -hmm. Yet they say, oh, lead just gets stored in your bones, you know, and things like that. How yeah. that are you going to show more heavy metals or I'm sorry, fewer heavy metals in your blood typically than you would in a hair test because your body is sequestering mm -hmm. them in fat cells and kind mm -hmm. of hiding those metals to get them out of your system? Yes. In fact, there's a study to show that after 32 days, after following a acute lead exposure, the lead was not detectable in the blood. So the body sequestered it. because <laughs> oh, Brutal. Yeah. And it showed in hair. So it's, yeah. So it's, it's there. If you have, if you see it somewhere, then it's, it's through, it's in the body. Right. Uh, but the idea is, you know, I know EPA, for example, has used hair to determine if an area had um, exposure to heavy metals. So that that's another thing. And you know, I uh, I think that really <laughs> the reason why this is not popular is because the natural solution and that's logical following a hair analysis is like a it's complex. I remember talking to Doctor Pompa, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I think our platinum docs will like this, like the training. We have a course now for practitioners." I saw that you have an online mm -hmm. course. Yeah, we have a, yeah, and anyone can can do it and take it. But he said, "You know, I, I think the reason why it didn't work is just it's it's you know complicated. It's complex, and I think part of me thinks that's why it wasn't taught in med school, but the other part thing, I, I and I just dove into it because I had a affinity for chemistry, and I I was already like I've learned everything that's hard about chemistry that's taught in school, and you know, so I'm not like I'm not afraid of 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 the depth of of it. So, and in fact, I'm incredibly interested by it. So I, I came from that perspective, but the other part of me thinks that well, the natural that's what I was saying earlier. The natural path from that is not medicine or well med let me rephrase medication the natural path is uh elements supplements which you know are not you can't you know patent and have a, a deal on so right so in if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so in, so in med school you're not learning the hair mineral analysis mm -hmm. because you can't prescribe you know prozac or the, right. you know statin or whatever to fix what you're finding on that uh, graph yeah the result yeah that's interesting yeah and the funny thing is most shit that they would give you would actually make your chart worse worse you know what i mean yeah. you come back and hair test again and be like what i'm actually more toxic or yeah. more depleted yeah and and going to to speak to what you're saying about heavy metals when your body is let's say in a state where 
you're taking in some of these toxic medications, your body's having to really detox from those. As the case with, with my mother and what she was doing, I noticed more medication led to surgery, led to removing thymus gland, removed, led to more medication, led to, wow, the health is really crashing now. And that's, that's the path for a lot of people. And then passing away, you know? And um, that is, I mean, that's, anyway, a different topic. But the, the, with heavy metals, your body accumulates them more easily electrostatically whenever you have mineral deficiencies oh yeah damn and that's the light bulb moment right there for me that's yeah. heavy wow yeah i've been a i've been obsessed with minerals lately i've been listening mm -hmm. to um matt blackburn's podcast because he's interviewed this guy morley robbins mm -hmm. um i think like 10 times or something and i <laughs> this guy like geeks out so hard mm -hmm. he's really into um iron overload mm -hmm. fixing iron overload and this whole perspective that we have iron kind of wrong in the medical yeah. you know uh, way of thinking and then that we're copper deficient so i've yeah. been really obsessing on all this stuff but he was talking about um that relationship that these minerals are so critical to detox and so mm -hmm. a lot of people get really obsessed on yeah. oh, i got high heavy metals i gotta detox these heavy metals wow. when like what would make you or at least I think radically assist your ability to detox metals is put their counterparts of yeah. the minerals that are healthy because they're all minerals, right? Is getting more of those and fixing yep. the deficiencies. Yep. Damn, that's interesting. Yep, that's the that's the huge. Sort that's of the thing. Um, exploding skull emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so um, and and to that point, yeah. So with iron and copper, for example, a lot of people, and this is something that's also making people either really sick or in some cases i would say killing people is that they are um actually low in copper and then but they're also low in iron or they're they, it just looks like they're low in iron um and then they they are told that they need to take um or maybe they're high in iron and they're low in copper and that's copper anemia right but a blood test um Anyone that I've seen is, you know, they're not going to be measuring copper. So, but it's really important. And if you push all your copper out, you're going to have a real issue. A, you're going to have bacterial infections like crazy, um, which is something that is happening right now. People don't really, they're not understanding what's happening, but they've been megadosing zinc for several years since the start of this, this thing we've had go on in the world. And um, because of that, zinc's been like a lot of people's favorite thing. One of one of their favorite things, that's imbalanced copper. Now their copper's low. They're not testing copper. They go in, they see their iron's low, um, and then they start supplementing iron. That pushes copper out even more. Ah, oh, brutal, brutal. Yeah. From what I'm learning, man, copper is super, important. super important. Yeah. And that we're incredibly deficient. And I think did I send you the podcast? Uh, I think it was a Mito Life one about um, copper toxicity is a myth. Is that the one that I sent you a couple no, days ago? You, no, you didn't send me that one. All right, I'm going to send that to you. Yeah. It's crazy, dude, the the benefits of copper mm -hmm. and the whole thing, like the scams you were talking about. Mm -hmm. There was this whole kind of anti-copper scam that's not grounded in any kind of science at all. And that Yeah, we need copper. We're, yeah, we're missing a huge piece. It's good for creativity. It's uh, it's good for, it's synonymous like with, with estrogen in the body, which both men and women need, you know, in balanced levels. In relationship to the other hormones so we'll make you more creative if you have too much of it though you'll be sort of ungrounded in your creativity so you'll start a lot of things but 
finish not yeah you know, two yeah you know, not that many uh yeah huh. which i'm sure a lot of people can relate <laughs> yeah, to and i it's, don't relate to that at all i mean and not to say that copper is the only culprit there <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah i'm part of its personality type i, I always it, just say i'm a great starter and i really am mm-hmm. I'm not even putting myself down i'm i'm great at starting stuff right finishing sometimes not as much um for those watching on the video because i just love show and tells mm-hmm. So for those of you watching my camera, hopefully this gets edited into mine or maybe the the, um, wide camera shot there. But I kind of just wanted to show the process of what this is like. So you you cut um, like an inch or so of your hair and what is it, four or five, six spots Mm -hmm. or something? Yeah, whatever it takes to not show. Right. Uh, so that that's the reason why like having a you know your barber or your hairdresser you know do this is, is probably a good idea or you know someone not you i've done it myself but my hair is you know fairly thick particularly in back so but i i'll still do it in multiple places like you might do three dots on the back of the side on one side in the back and then three more dots and and you're only taking a you know a, a little bit of hair total but you know, you, you want to be able to essentially take one, I think the kit says two tablespoons, but you want to be able to take one tablespoon and fill it up uh, so that we can test multiple times and sure, you know, right. utmost accuracy. So you're cutting that hair, you're putting it in this little zip Sounds plug. like a lot, but it's really not. It's yeah. not, and especially if your hair is at all long, mm-hmm. then you take it from the nape of the neck, the yeah. longer hair is on top, just cover it right. up anyway. Right. But I had Allison do mine the other day to send my test in to you guys. And she's yeah. like, oh, you know, I don't want to, I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't do really it. care if I have a bunch of bald spots in the back. I just want the results. Sure. But it goes in this little plastic bag. And you won't have that. Yeah, you, know, you won't be able to tell. No, you, I, just, you can't tell. You can, yeah, you, and I you told her just to go nuts. You just kind of, you do it uh, however many spots. If your hair is super thin, maybe you have like four dots going up each side and you do that twice or, right. you know, whatever it takes to like not, clearly not show uh, a gap yeah. or just take it somewhere else. Yeah. So put it in the envelope mm-hmm. or in the little, um, in the in the baggie and then mail yeah. it off and that's it. It takes like five minutes. Yeah. You have a little paper <clears throat> envelope that usually goes oh, the smaller in, one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it right, goes right. on that because the hair tends to stick to plastic so we, right. we put it in paper so it slides up when i see. did the questionnaire on there it asks you if your hair is dyed and what kind of shampoo you're using and stuff what are the risks of your um data being corrupted by other things that might be in or on your hair it's a good question so the hair dye question is because if you dye your hair black then you'll you'll typically show cobalt as being something that you're artificially elevated in. Uh, not a big deal because it's not one of the most important areas that we're looking at in terms of individual element or ratios. Uh, so it's it's pretty minor. It's a pretty minor thing. And then um, titanium could be elevated in, uh, in the case of blonde uh, hair dye. So. so when I put on mine... It was like, what shampoo? And I'm like, I don't even use shampoo. Oh, I yeah. use Dr. Bronner soap. So I wrote right. that on there. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think it probably has any minerals in it or anything. N- yeah, it doesn't. But, you know, imagine like uh, Selsun Blue. You know, some of these have either high selenium or zinc in them. Oh, okay. So that could be artificial. And it's just good for the nutritionist to be able to know that when Got they it. look at, re- review their, your so. chart with you. Now it's time to turn you on to one of my favorite deliciously calming nighttime elixirs. It's called Organifi Gold. If you've ever had a golden latte, you know what I'm talking about, but you probably spent $10 on it if you had one. 
Well, now you can make one at home in about five seconds. And even though it tastes like a dessert drink, this is low sugar and totally guilt-free. My recipe for Organifi Gold is usually some hot spring water, a little grass-fed butter or ghee, or maybe even coconut oil and a giant scoop of gold powder. Then I toss that in the blender and I'm good to go for a super chilled out night and great sleep. The gold mix is loaded with organic, non-GMO superfoods and herbs like turmeric, ginger, reishi mushroom, lemon balm, and turkey tail mushroom. The only real issue I've had with the Organifi Gold is that I go through it so quickly that I can hardly keep my supply intact. So if anyone Organifi is listening, hook a brother up. But seriously, this stuff really does taste amazing and also satisfies my late night sweet tooth while chilling me out after a long day of podcasting. So to get your claws into some of this Organifi Gold, just visit Organifi.com slash Lifestylist. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi with an I, Organifi.com slash Lifestylist. And if you use the code Lifestylist, they're going to hook you up with 20% off. They have an incredible suite of products there, so make sure to cruise the site a bit and use that 20% off Lifestylist code at checkout. So we haven't done our consultation yet. because I'm still waiting for my test results, but we did mm-hmm. get Allison's. I think we have it in two days, but you were leaving town and yeah, yeah. I wanted to get that done. But if you're training people how to do consultations about the hair mineral analysis results, you must know something about it. So oh, yeah. I brought Allison's just yeah. for the hell of it. Sure. Um, <laughs> I asked her though, I was like, is it cool if I talk about your hair? Uh, and she didn't mind. But then when I was researching um, for this conversation, I just I usually just check other people's podcasts and stuff um, to make sure I don't say the same questions. I want to create a unique conversation, you mm-hmm. know. And one of the ones that I clicked on today was Ben Greenfield's show when mm-hmm. you were on it, and he posted his hair yeah, yeah. results on his site. And I was like, oh, I wonder what his are like. And I'm like, you dick. He has like no heavy metals. Yeah. All his minerals are like off the charts. <laughs> I'm like, this is insane. Like, has <laughs> it? Does it get any better than that? Yeah. I think he had like medium high strontium or something yeah. like one of the metals was a little high. I think he had high. some some cadmium too. He did? Yeah. Maybe that's the one I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. Cadmium. Yeah, probably. yeah that's yeah. what it was. It it's was the been, only one that was kind of poking up in a little bar graph. It's I been would, like a year and a half, but I, I, if my memory serves me, yeah. That's, I think that's what it was actually. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I look at Allison's and, her, and hers looks great for someone who just lives a healthy, normal mm-hmm. life and isn't like a nutty biohacker like me. Right. But, uh, you know, we're looking to have a baby and stuff, which is part of kind of wanting to know what's going on. Oh, yeah, the um, iodine. We should talk about that, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but what I found really interesting about hers was that her magnesium shows up as above level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone's deficient in magnesium. Mm-hmm. How the hell is hers up there? But right. the calcium is also right. above. Yeah, the, the calcium is, is very high. Uh, so the iodine, so two things. So the magnesium being high, this is an example of... Oh, those listening, you know what? I'll put, <clears throat> so this isn't annoying for you just on audio. I'll put this in the show notes at lukestory.com slash Barton. lukestory.com slash Barton. So you can see what we're looking at. Cool. Yeah. B-A-R-T-O-N for people. And then, yeah, with, with magnesium being high there, what this actually means is that uh, she's actually low in a cofactor. So she can be absorbing it. She needs to be utilizing more of it. So B6 is, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, she's still most likely low in it. Um, she so may, just pounding more magnesium is not necessarily, or I'm sorry, taking less of it because yeah. it's above. Mm-mm. No, 
Okay, yeah. so this would mean like, is she metabolizing too much magnesium she, because of the B6 deficiency? Uh, yeah, or? it's just it's just that the B6 is needed. Uh, it's it helps. Yeah, it's something that a lot of people are low in. Um, it's really easy to be low in B6. By you uses it as a cofactor for so so many things. So yeah, that that's a, a big improvement there. And then calcium being super high um, in that case. The interesting way to get that down is actually by taking magnesium. So that that really helps, and that's part of the reason why the body is like keeping it elevated is because calcium's there. And if she's doing a lot of vitamin D, that's why her calcium's high. Um, the that's one of the concerns I've seen also in the past couple of years when the pretty much the only supplement I've seen recommended uh, is vitamin D. Vitamin D, you know, and that causes a lot of calcium. Uh, causes calcium overabsorption if it's not in the presence of magnesium too so we have a, um, a product soon that has a you know a balanced um, approach to this but you also need uh, boron for example to utilize vitamin d which i haven't heard anyone talk about uh, you need b6 to help the utilization of magnesium if someone's really low in it granted your cells will still use it and you need it to do you know many functions in the body so, for example, it's needed in ATP production, right? So is copper, instantly. Uh, so <laughs> there's just more proof that copper is important. Uh, <clears throat> the interesting way, and I know she's on iodine or iodine and talking to you, but iodine helps break down calcium. And if you're taking a lot of K2, so like 300 micrograms of K2, that will help redistribute the calcium throughout the body, which is awesome. I got her on the K2. Good. Yeah, good, one of our good. sponsors, Just Thrive, makes a great K2. So she's been on that. She's not a big supplement person, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, look at this. Yeah. We could fix it. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Hopefully she can <laughs> she can be more, consist- more consistent than she's been, you know, if you're saying that, um, you know, between tests and we'll see some improvement. But like you said earlier, I mean, it, it really comes down to consistency. Like yeah. The products, you know, have to work, but it's also consistency. So, so that's what I would say for that portion. Another, th- another thing I find uh, interesting about these results is the mercury, lead, cadmium, mm-hmm. um, cadme- cadmium, yeah, mm-hmm. and arsenic, those are all like acceptable range. I mean, obviously in an ideal world, you want zero of those because right. they're not useful in any way. But then there was um, crazy high barium and uh, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Do you find that many people are high in aluminum. I have theories about where it could be coming from. I'm just yeah. curious, is that... It's very common. It is, mm-hmm. pretty universal. Mm-hmm. Now, would any of these minerals here help to counteract the aluminum? Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. you know, iodine with fluoride, for example, mm-hmm. that kind of... Great, yeah. Yeah, so iodine with, with fluoride is, is definitely a, a great solution there. Also, though, you want to take iodine, if you're taking it like a liquid like ours, to make sure that you actually do um, take it in the presence of like RO water or something that doesn't have fluoride in it. Uh, ours also, as you know, is like tasteless virtually. So you can do that particular product straight. Although I would say all of our other products, I would dilute 
Yeah, uh, I learned that. Yeah. Because I do your iodine, just, you know, I, I keep it on the kitchen counter. I just right, do a couple right. squirts when I walk by here and there. And then I got your, the liquid magnesium and I tried oh, that and I was diluted. like, oh. <laughs> and I read the bottle. I was yeah. like, put in a glass of water. Oh, okay. Yeah. I always, yeah. Well, I always learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the being on the edge of things, on the cutting edge. Do you know of yeah. any, um, Oh, but counteractive yes, uh, yes. in terms of the aluminum mm -hmm. would copper help silica oh, would be a, silica. a great help for that yeah mm -hmm. uh, great okay. help for that one oh, do you guys make a silica we will soon cool. uh, it's in maybe by the time this is out probably a little maybe another month after oh, cool. we'll have we'll have it in a in a, a skin product oh nice yeah nice yeah i used to take this oh man what was it called living silica or something i forget the brand but it, it was like really hot on the scene maybe mm -hmm. 10 years ago or something like that living organ or something like that i think was the yeah brand. Mm -hmm. um you know i take so much stuff sometimes i can't sure i don't notice if like did it help sure. i don't know yeah i read all their literature the site was very yeah. compelling so i took it yeah the silica should if it's being absorbed you know you should be able to tell from your nails that's your quickest thing your nails will suddenly become oh. harder so oh. if they like tear easily on you, you probably need silica. Interesting. Yeah, and you, for that reason, you probably are also accumulating more aluminum than you would otherwise if you were if you were not low in silica. Right. So, yeah. hey, in relation to mm -hmm. metals and minerals, um, <laughs> <laughs> how do I say this without getting kicked off the internet? Um, uh, there were videos going around. Uh, early on in the pandemic, wherein um, people that had chosen to give themselves certain injections mm. were becoming magnetic at the site of the injection. Like mm. you take a little refrigerator magnet and it would stick on your arm. Wow. And I thought one of 10,000 reasons why I'm never going near that particular <laughs> quote unquote medication. Uh, but then I did a test on myself and I had obviously not participated in that. Mm. Uh, I took a magnet off my refrigerator and it sticks to my freaking sternum, bro. Yeah. And then another person that I know, um, it stuck to them on multiple places, like mm. on their arms and chest. And I think, was it even like their leg or something? I'm mm. like, what the hell is happening here? Is this some nanobots from chemtrails getting in us? Or mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, start thinking of worst case scenario. But just based on like, you know, kind of looking at this, yeah. chart of elements can you think of any reason why a magnet would mm -hmm. stick to a freaking human body except for people that have you know put that thing in their yeah body? yeah um the the idea would be so there's certain you know heavy so enzyme let's back up a step so so minerals activate all the enzymatic pathways in the body right so if we're pumped full of vitamins and we don't have minerals those enzyme pathways don't like they're they're useless because you need minerals to activate but heavy metals to a lesser extent certain heavy metals will activate certain mineral pathways certain pathways are intended for minerals so to a lesser extent so ultimately short term the body's thinking you have to survive today so in in its innate intelligence it'll use heavy metals to activate an enzyme pathway now and you know if you're low in minerals at the same time uh, like we talked about all of that keeping that in mind so you you could end up with for example cadmium in your bones and then that magnet's gonna stick sternum there might be some heavy metals yeah 
Oh, in the bones. Mm -hmm. See, I immediately was thinking it's in the blood. Yeah. But that's, you're so close to that Mm -hmm. bone right here. Yeah. That sucks. (laughs) I don't like that. Maybe. That could be it. That that makes sense. That's a pretty good theory. And I texted quite a few geniuses that have been on my show and stuff that I'm friendly with. And I was like, what is happening? One person. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. One person because I know for a fact right. that happens. Like you get yeah, heavy metals yeah. in bones, and that's yeah. why you get brittle bones later in life. Right. Hence the like blood pulling, you know, lifeblood, everything we said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I threw that um, inquiry out to a couple of people, and someone came back with a: uh, if your red blood cells, if you have iron overload essentially and your red red yep. blood cells aren't carrying as much or enough oxygen that that mm. cell is going to be chock full of iron. Yep. That's true too. And I thought that might explain why on the skin where there's not a, you know, there's mm-hmm. some depth to where the bone is, right. like maybe it's sticking to iron in your blood. Like you have so much freaking iron. Very you're, possible. You're yeah. like a walking metal pylon or whatever. Yeah. Hematomacrosis, right? Yeah. So that that's very common for men, especially if you're eating a lot of red meat. I've, you know, recently been in that range. So I went and, you know, I, I give blood twice a year, uh, sometimes three times, um, but twice is usually a pretty good number for people. Again, test, don't guess. Uh, yeah. Be testing your levels. You don't want to be low in iron and then giving blood. It's better. But, you know, because we're men are not bleeding each month like women that are in that stage of life where they're having a period, then they're much more likely to, to be susceptible to something like this. So This is what trips me out about the, uh, the Morley Robbins uh, work and all the stuff he does about iron overload. Mm-hmm. Since women... That, I will say that you know, iron overload in your blood vessels will age you faster from a skin perspective, but also just our, you know, in this, you know, we have conditions like, um, you know, just all, all these different blood vessel conditions that we have different names for. Um, and I, I think a lot of it comes down to, do you have excess metals that are, you know, scraping it essentially, uh, damaging it? Wow. Wow. Yeah. With his stuff. And again, I'm, I'm not expert on it yet. I'll reach out to him and see if I can get an interview, but he was talking about how blood testing for your iron and ferritin and all this is basically fake news because the iron that you should be concerned about is the iron that gets sequestered into your tissues and that mm-hmm. your tissues will lock up excess iron and lead to all of this cascade of, mm-hmm. of other um, problems there. But what I, yeah, I'm, that's, that's true. Iron will deposit in joints too, just like calcium. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you literally have like rust and then it oxidizes, yeah. right? So you literally have rust inside your body. Yeah. Oh, man. God. Yeah. Being in a human meat what, suit comes with so many challenges. Right. It's a it's a wonder that we're alive at all, really. But what, what's that? Now that I'm thinking about that Theodore Roosevelt quote, I'd rather rust out, than, rather burn out than rust out or something. Yeah. Well, yeah it's so, interesting. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing with too much iron that I th- think is crazy is that women are very susceptible to iron overload, even though, yeah. you know, for those that are of age are menstruating every month. I'm like, cause uh-huh. I give blood a couple right. times a year just cause I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> but yeah, to get, you know, just offload that excess iron. It's, it's kind of a transfusion. It just made sense to me to just make your body, make more red blood cells and mm-hmm. just produce more of it. You know, just get- kind of a, a, it's almost like a little fast or something, just totally. activating a mechanism of action in your body. But it mm-hmm. seems weird to me, especially with women that have heavier periods. Like, 
how, if they're losing that much blood every month, how the hell could they still have too much iron? Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, maybe the copper deficiency and some of these other things have something to do with that too. Right. Because it's, it's not just the individual level that's important more, more than anything. It's the ratios. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, going back to selfishly going back mm-hmm. to this test. Um, sure. And I could be using anyone's, it's yeah, just, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's one that I have in front of me here. Sure. Uh, but the high the high aluminum, I was like, oh, whoa, mm-hmm. dang. So silica. Um, then silica for that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a below normal selenium on this one. And you can do binders too, you know, of course, with, with all of those. And they can go over that in, in the consultation. But um, And then you said what, selenium? Uh, selenium is uh, a little below normal. That makes sense, right? Because selenium and iodine will usually, although... Yeah, selenium and iodine will usually both be low, uh, even though we don't, you know, there, there's, iodine's not, brief aside um, statement, iodine's not uh, in enough of an amount in the body to test accurately. So you could see it on some tests. We don't have it on ours. Uh, you, people will sell you a test for it. It won't be accurate um, from everything I've, I've been able to uncover. So, yeah, uh, it's just in small, but, you know, both of those minerals have what in common? Well, they both are essential for thyroid function. And if someone has high calcium, they usually are in the low thyroid camp. And high calcium is is really deleterious for a couple reasons. One, just to kind of touch back on that for a little bit, is because it interferes. We call it in we call it a calcium shell if it's a, above a certain point that we when we're looking at a hair analysis, and that means that the the penetrative quality around the cell is, is such that it's it's reduced by calcium and therefore other nutrients are having a hard time getting in so you want more iodine if you need that if you're suffering from that you most likely have low iodine and then those seem to travel so the fact that she has high calcium and she has low selenium makes a lot of sense oh interesting yeah uh what about that we, we mentioned it but go a little deeper into if you happen to know mm-hmm the um iodine relationship with fluoride you know mm-hmm. we're just completely inundated with fluoride i think about right. going back to the 70s and being a kid and drinking out of the freaking fountain on the playground in school you know yeah. it's like fluoridated water and i think even though people now are starting to learn to drink bottled water or filtered water mm-hmm. or whatever um i'm very suspect of all of the water that is tap water that's in all of the drinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't drink beer or wine, but just think they're not using like reverse osmosis no. water in no, your coors. Not. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then even your kombuchas and all these drinks that we think are healthy, um, I think are oftentimes made with water that's probably not filtered adequately. Yeah. Because as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, fluoride is so minuscule uh, and light as an element yeah. that it's really difficult to filter out. That's yeah. why reverse osmosis mm-hmm. or distillation and really aggressive forms of filtration are kind of the only way to get to the fluoride. Right. Um, so a lot of us are, you know, just um, heavily burdened by a lifetime of eating fluoride. Right. Right. Fluor- um, so iodine can be thought of this like bodyguard that jumps in front of the president, so to speak. It's like sacrificial. It's noble in that way. So if you if you are intaking, if your intake is high of water that has a lot of fluoride in it, then, or if you're doing, you know, toothpaste that has fluoride, um, 
know, there's there you want to stop because it could be it is interfering with your absorption of iodine if you're doing it at the same time. Um, and then it's you know the iodine's having the instead of going toward um, producing thyroid hormone, it is in this you know stuck in this like emergency situation where it's just protecting the body from a free radical, you know, from a damaging um, a damaging you know element. So yeah, I mean there there's some some studies out there to show that we we benefit from a tiny bit of fluoride, which I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but it's, it's likely that all elements have, you know, that, that, that's more of a hormetic discussion. Um, but certainly you don't need to go out of your way to try to ingest fluoride. If you're doing some trace minerals, there's probably a little, you know, a touch of fluoride in well, it. There's also the different forms of fluoride, yeah, you know, like yeah, even too. some spring water mm-hmm. has like a little fluoride right. when I look at the labs, right, but right. it's not, I forget what it's called, but the fluoride right. that's put into the water supply is flora blablicic acid or right, something right. like that. It's like the right. super caustic chemical. I remember there was yeah. a meme a few years ago about fluoridated water and it showed uh, you know, a tanker truck carrying this this type of fluoride that we put in the water um, that had fallen over and it ate a freaking hole in the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, this is what we're putting in the water, wow. you know? Yeah. Wow. And then you're, you know, you're drinking your green tea from Whole Foods mm-hmm. made with that water. You know, it's just totally right. insane. And the the brittle bones and, and all of this stuff that happens as a result of that fluoride. Mm-hmm. You know, trying your body trying to get rid of it and putting it, you know, away for safekeeping in your bones, kind of like lead. It's super gnarly stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like it just makes sense to be supplementing with iodine. Yeah. I mean, for the thyroid and all of its other benefits to the brain and everything. But you would have in order like because you're getting probably more fluoride than you think you are, you go get some Thai food and you get the soup and it's made with tap water. Like it's just in everything, right? right? Right. So it seems like you would probably want to double up on fluoride to just use it for that defensive mitigation. Or iodine. I'm sorry, iodine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh (laughs) Double up on the fluoride. (laughs) Go sip it from out of the truck as it's filled. Yeah, you know, going a little heavier on the iodine Uh to just counteract the yeah. fluoride yeah. and then you know you need enough of it that's not being used for that job to then yep. you know use it for the other benefits that it has yeah because iodine will also blast off mercury from receptor sites too and really uh, yeah it's it's iodine is really cool i mean it's antibacterial it's and i've i've said since day one of the pandemic that hey if people are worried about viruses you know what what kills viruses is iodine uh, what does not kill it is like Germex and stuff. Um, yeah, so. I've been, when I feel a little something come on, I nebulize uh, yeah. your iodine. Actually, that's a great idea. I've I yeah. haven't. I remember you messaging me about that a while ago, and and yeah. I, I not thought to do that, but I did hear on Joe Rogan that there's a this the most decor, decorated or most published. You know, he's published more papers than any other uh, cardiologist in in the U.S. He talked about taking iodine um not ours but just iodine in general um what so ours would be great for it but um and and essentially snorting it <laughs> yeah um, yeah dr peter mccullough yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah 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 i um it was I've a great been, interview it was yeah, yeah it was it's so funny that it got censored i'm like Man. this guy is so 
decorated. You know what I mean? He's he, so he cr- highly credentialed a doctor and they're treating him like he's some fucking conspiracy theorist. Right. It's just insane. Yeah. Literally Same. the most published doctor. And, and, and until he had this interview, they were totally fine with everything he had to say. Yeah, yeah. So. It's, it's, it's hilarious, and he, man. And he came very much from the point of, like, he was on the side of thinking, like, medication was a solution. And then he realized year after, after years and years of, like, wow, people aren't getting better and, you know, starting to become disillusioned. So, you know, when, you, when you're thoroughly on one side and you fully understand it and then you move to the other side bit by bit by bit after more and more evidence uh, it's just all the more valid really so, yeah it's yeah. not it's not like a health nut like me coming yeah. out again <laughs> against something Same, um, you know with the yeah. iodine i remember when he mentioned that and i felt so proud of myself because i've been mm-hmm. putting uh like yeah. lugols or nascent iodine in my neti pot for years i mean i don't yeah. use a neti pot right now but now yeah. i make little nasal sprays you know yeah. another thing i've, I've taken used, our dropper and just like done like just dropped it up there yeah that's a good idea Um, another thing i've used iodine for is uh when taking a bath and maybe you could tell me if biochemically Mm -hmm. this or just chemically if this makes sense but Mm -hmm. someone said it's good to put a few drops of iodine in a bath to help mitigate the chlorine yeah because on the periodic scale they're kind of opposites and it'll cancel it out and i swear to god you put a few drops of just lugols or nascent iodine Mm -hmm. it's kind of brown really strong Mm -hmm. stuff five drops half a dropper full in your bath it totally nukes the chlorine smell mm-hmm. i don't know if it's reducing the you know the deficit of the chemical exposure per se yeah i think it, it's a good idea certainly i mean you're having some armor some defense to what your body would otherwise have to defend on its own based on its own iodine supply right. or lack thereof which we're incredibly deficient to the point that it's as if we have our daily value almost at a laughably low level at 150 micrograms. That's why our iodine dose, granted, we have a dropper so you can choose your own adventure. But, um, you know, five milligrams is, is not too little for a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's case in point. So Japan has the longest lifespan of any industrialized country, right? They... <laughs> They beat us by quite a, a good margin and they eat not for only this reason but they obviously but they they consume roughly a hundred times more iodine than our rda and you know from the just seaweed just something to think about from eating yeah, seaweed right yeah, right yeah all the sea vegetables yeah wow that's crazy yeah now granted they've they've had like you know different things like nuclear reaction which maybe there's some heavy metals in their sea plants so I don't know, like day in, day out, I don't know if I would eat, like I'm sure there's a downside to eating some of those those vegetables. Now, the iodine is helping you protect against at least some of those heavy metals chemically. Um, but what I, I do like in our situation is that, at least for us, we third-party test every single batch of product we put out. So if you have iodine, you're not going to have heavy metals in it. You'll nice. it'll be clean. So there's there's nice. a thought there. Yeah, but I, I've taken quite large doses of iodine. I'm not recommending that for people. Again, test test your labs and understand, hey, you know, my low in selenium, do I have, uh, is my hair test showing that I have low thyroid function uh, or overactive parathyroid function? We can see that in, in a hair test. Uh, if you do blood work, that is something that will line up for sure. Is Oh, if you're low in blood, you're going to be low in hair too. What's the relationship function. between uh, selenium and mercury? 
selenium helps you push out mercury. So that's one of the cool ones. Uh, selenium will help. Um, so will sulfur. And so will zinc. So cool. those, those are three we know about for sure. Cool. Will help. Hey, before I forget too, uh, if anyone listening wants to check out Upgraded Formulas and get some of your minerals, mm-hmm. you guys have given us a discount. Yay. Thank yeah. you. And I'll probably say it in the intro or something, but I sure. when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm like, oh, I want to try this. Mm-hmm. Then I would be stoked if I got a discount. So thank you for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can find it at upgradedformulas.com. And the code, uh, you know, strangely enough, is Luke. And that gets you 15% off. Does that count, by the way, for the... Uh, the hair test too, or is that just mm-hmm. for the minerals? Oh, cool. that's everything. Oh, sick. Well, that'll save you a bit of money on the hair mm-hmm. test guys. Upgradedformulas.com. Uh, Luke is the code. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I'm getting from this, I'm getting a lot from this, but, and that could apply to the course too, as well. Oh, they would just the, have to email us about that. I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah. If somebody wants to learn how to dissect these hair mineral analysis tests. Sure. Yep. Okay. I think by now most of us know that minerals are important, but it's really tough to know which minerals to take without knowing what you need. And mineral imbalance is a huge issue, so guesswork is pretty sketchy. Wouldn't it be great to know not only what minerals you need and which mineral levels are too high? Well, I recently found a very cool way to accurately test all of that and take the guesswork and wasted supplement spending out of the equation. I'm talking about upgraded formulas, upgraded hair test, and consultation. It's really fast and easy to do. You just cut a couple small hair samples, mail it in, and then book your consultation, during which one of their expert staff explains your mineral levels and even your heavy metal toxicity. We just sent in my wife Allison's test and got some good and not so good news. She was luckily very low in lead and mercury, which is awesome, but we also found high aluminum, which is less than ideal. Luckily, her mineral levels look super solid overall, but her magnesium levels were a bit high and her selenium a bit low. So with that accurate information at hand, we did a heavy metals detox protocol to get that aluminum down and also determined that she does not need to supplement magnesium for the time being, but that it would do her some good to up her selenium intake. And not only does Upgraded Formulas have you covered on the test and consultation, but they also happen to make the best absorbed nanominerals I've ever found. Getting your minerals right can sort out hidden deficiencies that are affecting thyroid, adrenal, and many other systems in your body. So I highly recommend you check out the test and consultation at UpgradedFormulas.com. Now, you can also save 15% off your first purchase by using the code Luke at checkout. That link, again, is UpgradedFormulas.com. I've heard you speak about mineral levels and things like uh, ADHD and uh, addictions. Break, Break a bit of that down for us. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. So ADHD, for example usually low in, um, for example, magnesium. That's a hallmark uh, that, that we're going to see. And also high in uh, uh, an array of heavy metals. Uh, so that is most likely looking like low in iodine too. Um, but if, if someone's low in magnesium, they're going to have a really tough time feeling safe in their own body and calm. Uh, magnesium is a very calming mineral. It's a alkalizing minerals uh, yeah as well and whenever the body's not struggling to maintain 
it's it's chemistry balance as much you know magnesium is is key in um something like 800 functions now that we know of. we used to think it was less it's looks it seems like it's 800 and there's some research to show that not only uh, do all minerals uh, affect this and deficiencies in general, but just the magnesium deficiency is linked to every single disease. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But certainly disease in general can be traced back to nutrient deficiencies, uh, most important of which from my lens being minerals. Um, and, and yeah, heavy metals do get in the way of that and you can use minerals to, to get rid of them. Uh, what else? So, so that's ADHD. Um, there, there could be other things too, like depression would be, um, magnesium could be blood sugar minerals, uh, manganese, chromium, things like that. Um, and then, you know, maybe you're not sleeping well. So magnesium is going to be key for deep sleep. Potassium is also important for deep, slow wave sleep as well. And, um, yeah, potassium yeah. is yeah, good potassium, for sleep too. Right, potassium is uh, good. I it wonder, helps I the muscles if, that need to contract contract. So I wonder if that's one of the reasons that bone broth is so relaxing mm. at night. Hmm. Yeah, could be. So I've thought about the the amino acids in it, but uh-huh. it's probably got a shitload of potassium. Probably in does. It, I would think, right? Probably does. Calcium is also a sedative mir- mineral, and I'm sure there's I know there's good levels of calcium in there. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's a, yeah, that's a thought. And then, um, addictions. Going, going back to addictions. So it's interesting. So there's, there's things like if you, if you look at, say, marijuana, it has, um, typically high levels of cadmium in it. Really? Um, naturally? Yeah. Hemp as well. Yeah. Really? So the hemp plant, uh, that's something we looked at it with Ben is that we, we thought that we're, guessing he's like you know, where am i getting this cadmium from and I said well what's your cbd intake like and he's like oh man he's like it's pretty high and i was like i know it's high i was a, he's like I've, I've heard you talk about this before and um so the thing with a hemp plant unfortunately i mean they, they used to use them i think they, they still do use them uh, they have for a long time to clean up like landfill areas because the, the the plant will just it will stay alive basically it will just suck up everything and uh metals included so you could have a toxic waste zone and hemp will just soak it up um and that, that's probably part of the reason you know soaking up the, these metals is part of the reason why hemp we've probably heard you know it's like 10 times stronger than concrete right how well it's a lot of metals in there really yeah this is why uh, it's so important. I have a friend got a, that's got a company called Onda, mm-hmm. and they make a full spectrum, just beyond organic. Some of it's even biodynamic uh, mm-hmm. hemp. And he was telling me that with that plant, it's even more important that it's grown organically. Yeah. And now you're reminding me, he said, because it sucks up everything. So even yeah. if they're using you know, fertilizers and stuff that you don't want in your body, even if it's not heavy metals, that right. it's you're going to be bombed, highly concentrated. Yep. That's it's interesting, right? Okay. So, so there's cadmium. So with, right? okay. So with the addiction, if we're, if we're blazing mad mm-hmm. trees, <laughs> we could be getting. And nicotine as well. Cadmium. Damn it. I know. Well, at least cigarettes. I don't know about other well, nicotine. Maybe not pharmaceutical yeah, right, nicotine. Right. Okay. Right. okay Might be it. fine. Um, I was just a paper I read a long time ago. And then the interesting thing is you could crave copper high, 
copper-rich foods because copper will displace cadmium temporarily. So, for example, dark chocolate has a lot of copper. If you have high cadmium, uh, then you could become even you know more addicted to this this push pull of like copper rich foods. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, and the other way around. So if you have high copper, then you'll be more addicted to something like or more drawn to something like you know tobacco or weed. What about hard? Or, what about know, like alcohol and and hard marijuana. drugs? Do they? I've heard that they yeah uh, drugs they, in general like street drugs deplete. will deplete your copper also. Uh, nutrients in general, you know, particularly, um, I don't, I don't know specifically about copper one way or another, but minerals in general, uh, because usually it's, it's affecting pH or it's affecting you know, some aspect of the body where the body is having to balance the blood afterward. Oh, right. So, so, so if you have someone who's like a hardcore drug addict and alcoholic, they're yeah. almost guaranteed to be really depleted in minerals. Mm, yes. Yeah. And most likely have toxicity too. So that's, and again, it's all reversible. I think that's the most hope inspiring part of all of this is that you can test, you can understand where you are. And then through cycles, it's not overnight, but you get improvements almost immediately uh, through this process is, you know, a lot of people start sleeping better from the very first night taking just upgraded magnesium, but that's, that's a place to start. It's, you know, maybe you also need B6 because your levels come back as high. I, I can assure you your magnesium is not high. <laughs> uh, Have because, you seen anyone's test where they're legitimately, their magnesium is high, not because of an, an, yeah. a deficiency? Yeah, my, my own for sure <laughs> <laughs> um, has been there before. And, um, you know, but it's, 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 it's hard to tell also because maybe I was also low in B6 at that moment because, you know, pushing, building a company, even though I'm supplementing B6 daily and things like that. So, but it, it really jumped from one test to another. I was like, mm, probably. And then I, I noticed that, all right, well, my ratios again, sodium to magnesium were off, things like that. Uh, so, yeah. How often are you uh, doing the test yourself? Usually, every I shoot for every two months, but I end up doing it about what we recommend, which is every three, every quarterly. Yeah. And so, when yours must be pretty dialed in now, mm -hmm. we're, have you seen vast improvement since you kind of created yeah. your own products and started taking them? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the you know sleep, I, I have more energy now in my mid thirties than and more just stamina, I would say, than I did in my mid twenties. I was just gassed, you know. I. Huh. Um, after pushing super hard through sports, like I talked about, um, and then, you know, like in a wrestling practice, you would, or jujitsu, you, it's common to just sweat through like multiple shirts and you're not replenishing all that, all those nutrients. Like you're never replenishing all that potassium from all that muscle contraction. And that potassium is also needed for your adrenal function. So people that are trying to support adrenal function, they're not doing minerals or just like, it's just a lost cause for sure. Um, you know, herbs to work to the extent, largely at least, like licorice is known as being a good adrenal support, right? Well, when you look at the chemical breakdown of licorice, it has a lot of potassium and a lot of sodium, supporting the very supportive of the adrenal, the adrenals. The other thing, I guess, in that cluster is a lot of people will focus on thyroid function first when in in my opinion they really should be focusing on adrenal function getting those nice and strong and supported and replenished 
And then once you're revitalized, replenished, renewed from that standpoint, then you can focus more on the thyroid. Do you think a lot of people that uh, are told or believe that they have adrenal fatigue, it's kind of been a trend the past couple of years, I think, mm-hmm. as a diagnosis. Do you think that many of them are just deficient in minerals? I, I really do. Yeah. And it, it's also, in that case, some vitamins too, like um, B6 is really important. Vitamin C is really important. So vitamin C, B6, and then you've got magnesium, you've got sodium and potassium. Those are the, your main, your main. What uh foods contain vitamin b6 b6 um i believe things like sweet potatoes and it's been a while I wonder since if, i checked uh, on that one i wonder if uh organ meats are high in that i think they I are like organ I, meats have they, everything you need they have a lot of b vitamins <laughs> they do right i think b6 is in there i can't remember We're, we'll for look sure. into it yeah well i would love to know that yeah do you think that um I knew stuff like that was more top of mind when I was doing all the consultations myself yeah. years ago, and yeah. now our nutritionists are. So you're building a company, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. and doing podcasts, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, with the magnesium and calcium thing, mm-hmm. I've always just had the sense that it would be wise to kind of be—I don't want to say over supplementing magnesium, but maybe using magnesium to overcompensate. Um, the influx of calcium, and most people are very high in calcium, the influx of calcium into the cell from EMF exposure. It's opening, opening yep. that channel and our, our cells, anytime around Wi-Fi or cell towers or any of this stuff are abnormally just left wide open. Yeah. And so then not only are we high in calcium, but it's actually our cells are high in calcium, mm-hmm. which is even worse than just kind of having it floating around in right. our body. Do you think... And vitamin D does that as well. It does? Yeah. You can... Yeah, I don't supplement vitamin D. No. I don't. No. doesn't yeah. sound yeah. good to me. No. I, There's I, a lot of information in the right. counter, counter alternative health right. world um, mm-hmm. that's like, that doesn't sound smart at all. No. Um, if you are going to do it, you need to be doing it with like in the presence of all the things I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the people that are going to do it either way, we're going to have a supplement that has all the other cofactors that you want. Because if you're just doing just a huge dose of that and like K2, then you can hold the calcium channel open in the brain too long and actually cause cell death. Oh, bro. From what I've read, like that's just something I've read, but I've read that multiple times throughout the years, long before you know, COVID pandemic and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, so back to my original, uh, but magnesium uh, concept helps with here. That. Yeah. If you're having, you know, more magnesium than you could use, maybe that would help with the EMF issue. For sure. And the yeah. kind of, Oh, I feel it. I feel, um, yeah, I, I, I can just tell just somatically that my body is, if I'm super high on magnesium, I just feel like I walk through the world and, everything is just kind of bouncing off of me and uh, i have a lot more vitality mood is better creativity is better follow through is better um just that that balancing effect and it's 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 huge alkalizing effect all of it do you and and certainly helping with with the nmf yeah yeah good okay good i'm glad it's not just all in my mind as a oh it's (laughs) i i can just tell yeah with emf i think you know i'm always thinking about ways that you got have my soma vedic mm-hmm. here and the Leela thing and the blue shield and yeah, all these. the things. Um, 
But I'm also thinking about what we can do internally. You know, there's things you can mm. take as an internal sunscreen, right? Like lots of chaga tea mm. or astaxanthin and things right. like that. Uh, so I'm always thinking of like, how can I fortify against EMF from the inside? And magnesium has always made sense to me. And also um, molecular hydrogen, you know, the hydrogen water. And so, oh, you got one right here. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Shout out to HydroShot. Oh, I love these freaking things. <laughs> um, or taking the tabs from like mm. Vital Reaction and, and the... Um, you know, the anti-inflammation and reduction of oxidative stress to me makes sense. And yep. I, I've noticed that if I do magnesium and hydrogen on flights, I'm way more resilient to whatever's happening up in yeah. those planes. Yeah. Because if I've, I don't take both of those, I'm smoked. <clears throat> I've noticed that too. I don't take, um, I not often enough, but I, I think that's a great approach. And right. I, yeah, I definitely take our magnesium. Yeah. And awesome. Then, yeah, when you're going through airports, maybe, yeah. That's just another reason to have pre-check is so you can more oh, likely go through real, the dude. less of the... Yeah, I don't walk through those millimeter wave things. Yeah. I'll miss my flight to get a pat down. Yeah. I almost do very often. Uh, on magnesium, <laughs> do you think that these magnesium baths do anything for you? Like you yeah. know, when you take the magnesium chloride flakes and fill up a bath? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do transdermal and the transdermal oil like activation products mm -hmm. makes a my favorite of the oils because it doesn't leave you all sticky it seems to absorb mm -hmm. but do you think that's a valid way to get more magnesium in your body <laughs> i do i do um i think that it's it you know it still is is not as good as ingesting it but you could do both there's no reason that you can't do both um i like um floating too you, because you're floating in the dead sea essentially and I think one of the, you know, you're you're certainly absorbing some of that magnesium too. You can just tell after. It's not just the darkness and the meditation for an hour that help calm your mind. It's that you, you know, absorbed a lot of magnesium. So oh, that's a good point. That yeah. reminds me. I have, dude. I've been here a year and I've not floated yet. Yeah. And literally, uh, a buddy of mine has this place, Kuya. Have you been mm -hmm, to Kuya yet? Mm -hmm, they yeah. have float tanks that come down anytime. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And I just never do. I really mm -hmm. need to go start mm -hmm. floating again. I do it all the time, oh, uh, even man. though I have you know, what I think is the best magnesium product out there. Is I still will float. You know? yeah. It's just we're burning through it all the time. Yeah, I'm And gonna... I, I seem to burn through a lot of it all the time. I, yeah. like i also have this like constitution where i can have really high output that's sustained but not if i don't have magnesium so yeah yeah that's if your mitochondria are super too. healthy i mean they're i think they're going to be burning through about as much as magnesium as you give it so just yeah. about but again it has to be balanced with uh for example uh sodium you know sodium needs to be balanced with potassium and to the extent you don't have enough salt uh, enough sodium you're not going to retain magnesium in the body as easily, too. Oh, it's really? It's just like there's just you know all is these this, things are related, and they're you know. And is this one of the reasons you guys just made an electrolyte product? Yeah, finally put you know some some sodium and and in, in, in a product. So yeah. is it going to be like a little packets? It's going to be a, a tincture, and it's oh, the first really? product that that I've gone ahead and put a, a flavor in. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Call it call it superhero limeade <laughs> and are you using the same technology where you're making these nanoparticles but yeah. it's salt and potassium and yeah. electrolytes oh yeah. really yeah same thing so, so it then could effectively be much more hydrating than like a powdered mm -hmm. blend that one might mix in water 
Yeah, or just even a, a regular liquid that you know powder that we. Could, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, so. dude, cool. Mm. Hook a brother up when you get that going. That sounds really cool. It's tasty too. Is it? Which is like something I, you know, you have to dilute our other products. This one like tastes yeah. good. It has that salty. You can sort of feel the electricity on your tongue and it's nice. Hey, with the minerals that you guys have, are there any that are preferred to take around the time that you take food? I've heard with copper that it's best to take it with food versus mm-hmm. like empty stomach. Is there any preference in your mind? I that? I think there there is some some truth to that. I mean, technically, the the absorption should be really good, but copper has this way of just kind of hurting the stomach of of people because even though with hours you're not really needing the stomach to digest. Uh, the digestive process, you know, it, it's getting into the red blood cells really easily um, without absorption, without, you know, having to be fully digested. But the there's something about uh, some people, particularly those with low stomach acid, it seems to, you know, they get a little bit of upset stomach. But you know, again, the solution there is just the solution, which is dilute it more, mm-hmm. change the solution. Is there so. a reason you chose copper sulfite as your sulfate? Sulfate. Yeah, yeah, no, not, not really. Um, you know, miscible. It it worked well in solution. It was stable. So the other aspect of what we do is stability. You know, um, outside of our flavored product, um, you shouldn't have to shake any of our products. They should be nice and stable, uh, and also from a shelf life standpoint, it should be really stable. So uh, it worked there. But forms really don't matter. Um, the uh, I'm I'm thinking about making a magnesium product that i'll tell people straight you know it'll, it'll cost more than our, our regular upgraded magnesium but um and we have a liquid and a capsule version of that but you know we we bind the one we have currently with chloride after the fact after it goes through the process to help stabilize you just, your body also needs chloride um for stomach acid you know hcl for stomach acid um and I, I find people do well with that. I chose that because virtually everyone would benefit from having more stomach acid, uh, lower pH stomach acid. Usually it's like between one and three. You want to get lower, you know, closer to that one, I find. So that when you eat that, let's say you eat a steak or you, you know, there's really just about anything out there or, you know, you ingest some, some bacteria and viruses and things, your body will just, you know, take care of that easier. But um, no, the forms really aren't important. I'm thinking about just instead of trying to educate, you know, not everyone's going to hear a podcast, for example, and they're going to go, oh, well, I, I think I need this form of magnesium or that. And with the old absorption technology, maybe that, that's true. But with ours, it's not in the same way that if you get magnesium from food, by the time your body ends up breaking it down, you know, we know, obviously, because we're functioning that. It used it for our brain and our heart and our muscles, you know, so you don't need like malate for one and therinate for another and all that stuff. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, so yours just one, I mean, one yeah. type of magnesium yeah. does it because it's so easy to absorb. Right. And then your body just does yeah. with it what it wants. Just the same way it would with food, just yeah. easier to absorb. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. What a trip, dude. Mm-hmm. Super cool stuff. 
Uh, there was one other thing I was going to ask you. God damn it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have a pen to write it down. Man, these are great questions though. Like this is such a, oh, a date, like a, a, a mind dump for people. Like this is years and years of study that we've gone over and like just all the decision matrix is to get to this point to have some good answers. Well, I'm getting to the I point. I would have loved to hear this like 12 years ago. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> like think of how much money I would have saved oh, on God. supplements just because yeah. I was mineral deficient and was trying to fix yeah. it with all this other shit. You know, it's super, it's actually annoying to think about like yeah. not just how much money I've spent, but just, you know, just all the different things that I've tried. And then I'm starting to, I feel like interviewing you and some of the stuff I've been listening to, I'm getting a little closer to the mark of my aha moment of going, oh, it's all in the minerals. Yeah. You know, because whether you're talking about, like you said, thyroid function, hormones, detoxing metals, like all these things we kind of from, I think from a functional medicine mm -hmm. standpoint, come at this with all of these fixes, thinking, well, we're going for the root cause, which is kind mm -hmm. of the, you know, the underlying principle of functional medicine. Let's test everything and then give you supplements instead of pharmaceuticals basically to fix what's <clears throat> wrong. But underneath that, seems like a lot of the stuff yeah. could be fixed by just balance, not taking minerals, but balancing and right. with the testing. Right. What I'm getting is we can actually look at how these things are interacting right. and not having a mechanistic sort of reductionist approach to, well, I'm low in that, take more of that. Yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, An order and sequence of priority of things too. Right. Which is like more than we can teach here, but we've mm -hmm. already gone in the direction of that for sure. And, uh, and it's, it's, yeah, a lot of lot of value for people um, on this. Just, this is kind of stuff that you're going to want to remember for the rest of your life. It's foundational in the way that, like, the knowledge is foundational in the way that the elements themselves are truly foundational, right? And and just from a like in equation uh, standpoint, non like you you know you have to have um, so. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's really yeah certainly essential would be the word. Um, mm -hmm. uh, last question for you. I mentioned this word earlier, and I never really understood what it meant. But there are these brands that sell liquid mineral formulas that are they call it ionic, mm -hmm. and I always thought, oh, that's better because it's not in a pill or you know like a tablet or a capsule, so maybe it's better absorbed. What's the difference between those ionic minerals are what sometimes are called trace minerals, these kind of mm -hmm. liquids versus what you're doing with your nano baby, tiny little puny minerals that get in your cell. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, ionic, I, th I think is a, a great place to start and ionic really means, um, you know, like charged and in water. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a good place to start for sure. Um, but um, ultimately can be improved on. So, yeah. All right. So in the hierarchy of minerals, you have like the powders that are turned into pills. Mm -hmm. Then you have these suspended ionic minerals. Mm -hmm. And then you have what, of course, you think are the most awesome, I, I mean, which is the upgraded formulas. Yeah, totally. And I'm not faulting you for that, dude. Totally. I feel great on your stuff. Sure. That's why I'm, Thanks. I think I'm getting so, I don't know, just kind of really obsessed with the mineral thing right now because I yeah. feel freaking awesome. Like a couple of days ago, I texted you. Mm -hmm. and um 
sometimes I put your copper in, so you know, I'll put it in like a coffee or a smoothie or whatever, like water, whatever's around. I'll just put a couple of squirts. But the other day, I wanted to do an experiment, and I Guys, did. This will ruin your coffee. I, I think Luke the is copper like, will? yeah, I yeah. haven't noticed. Okay, it. good. I don't. Good. I haven't noticed All it right, honestly. Cool. But I put shilajit in my coffee. I was gonna say like your kinds of nasty stuff. You know, you've, you've acclimated yourself. Today, I wanted like a. <laughs> A pure coffee because sure. uh, Allison bought me this incredible coffee from um, from Peru. It's and, good to know you can't taste it though. I just haven't tried. No, it. I don't think the, I figured the magnesium. Would, your guys' magnesium would, oh, is man. gnarly strong, yeah, but yeah. Uh, the copper I don't even think has a taste. The iodine I just yeah. put right under my tongue. It doesn't. It barely has any flavor. Right. But anyway, and I like that because you're not ingesting any chloride uh, or chlorine rather. Right. You're not ingesting chlorine or, or fluoride in that. You know, if you're doing it directly with the iodine, like I was saying earlier, and yeah, the magnesium you just want to dilute until you can't taste it, and then it's fine, right? You know, so, right? Or yeah. or you're gonna put in something with a flavor or something, right? Know, on top of it, yes, yes, yes. Like if you're doing pre work or post workout, or yeah, so yeah. Um, well, dude, kudos, man. Thank you for thank you for making awesome stuff. Mm. Oh, and I was gonna tell you the yeah. other day. See, I took my magnesium uh-huh. today. My brain's working. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> When I was texting, good for memory. Yeah. What I was texting you was the day that I did methylene blue sublingual. Mm. Yeah. Which I, you know, it's funny. I don't think you can talk about methylene blue on social media anymore. Yeah. Because it works for the, whatever the thing is. Uh, sure. But anyway, I did a big dropper, like a mega dose of liquid uh, uh, liposomal methylene blue under my tongue, and I thought, oh, I heard something about copper and you know, just metals and methylene blue have this emerging um, synergistic relationship people mm-hmm. are becoming aware of. So I did like two droppers of your copper and then I just let it sit under my tongue for a while. And after that, I took a huge ball of shilajit, like, I don't know, a lot, a mega dose of shilajit, which and, has bioavailable copper and all mm-hmm. these other incredible minerals in it as well, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. And dude, I had so much energy. I was buzzing. I felt incredible. <laughs> So I don't know what it is exactly yet. I'm going to figure it out. But the copper with methylene blue wow. is bananas. Wow. Energy. Energy city. Wow. Well, yeah. copper is, is the what I know for sure is that copper is needed for um, producing ATP. Ah, yeah. right. So we need that. And, um, you know, if you've been supplementing some of our zinc or just zinc in general for a while now, Maybe you're l- trending a little bit low on copper, and now boom, here you go, and it's all at once, and yeah, and you're maybe fasting and methylene blue and all these other things. That's very interesting with the it's methylene cool. blue, because the methylene blue, of course, does all kinds of things, but one of the main things it does is makes it really easy for your mitochondria to produce ATP. I don't know if you know this; it's really interesting, and I'm, I yeah. might butcher it scientifically, mm-hmm. but the general <clears throat> idea is that it goes through the electron transport chain and allows your mitochondria to make ATP without using NAD. It doesn't, it, or oxygen. Yeah. It takes the place of oxygen to create energy. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, dude. I've not looked in the, yeah. I've done it like twice. Um, I think maybe you gave me a gum at one point. Someone else did too. Um yeah, even my like assistant had some, and uh, yeah. Anyway, I tried it, and it's like it's yeah, you feel it. Yeah. yeah so true. I'm thinking, and somebody smart out there listening will will figure this out or already knows it. But since 
uh, the mitochondria need copper, bioavailable copper, to make ATP. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting copper and methylene yeah. blue together right into the bloodstream. The mitochondria must be going, hell yeah, what's happening? Mm-hmm. They have like all the raw materials they need to just produce a shit ton of ATP. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah putting it, uh, that is one supplement though. When I take it, I always dilute it because um, man, I, I find that it does have an aftertaste. The copper? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But not everyone seems to have that reaction, you know? I don't, it yeah. doesn't bother me. Doesn't, yeah, see? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's interesting. One other thing about um, about minerals is, you know, it, they're also important for, for skin, for health. And interestingly, I think this is a viewpoint that is not understood, but especially as we age, uh, having good skin, one of the way to have good skin is to have good bone structure underneath the skin. And you need oh. good, you know, like plenty of minerals to have good, you know, consistently smooth bones. You know, imagine like bones are porous because they're they're missing a lot and they've been, you know, pulling the bloods, the body's been pulling to make the blood nice and, you know, uh, rich. And then, you know, the skin, yeah. It, That's it just, very interesting. It's so really think fascinating, about, like, right? The bones in your skull, in, right. your, in your face specifically, exactly. Right? If if they're becoming degraded or sloping mm-hmm. or becoming thinner or worn down or whatever, they're the scaffolding that's really scaffolding. making your face. Yes. Right. That the muscles in your skin are all ligaments and all these things are kind of hanging on to that. That's trippy, dude. Yeah. That's trippy because I would just think, oh, minerals. Yeah, I'm sure you need them to like build collagen or something like mm-hmm. that. But that's interesting from the like your actual bone structure mm-hmm. of the anti-aging or at least cosmetically anti-aging. Yeah. Oh, and, interesting. You know, elements in skin too. So yeah, yeah it's cool. Wow. Yeah. It's just, just a, another little thought I had as you're saying something. There. Cool shit. Well, that's the purpose of this show is to <clears throat> discuss thoughts. Well, thank yeah. you. Uh, my friend. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Much appreciated. Uh, I want to remind everyone listening uh, for the show notes. Cause we, we dropped a lot of, you know, a density here, I think today, for lack of a better word, you can find them at lukestory.com slash Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N. So anything we talked about, we'll link in the show notes for those of you. And um, that'll also be in the transcripts as well, which you can find on the uh, show page, lukestory.com slash Barton. And then again, I want to remind you, those of you that want to check out the upgraded formulas, uh, minerals and the hair test with the uh, consultation, I'm not just saying this because he's here, but I feel really good on this stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. So thank you for creating this and thank you for your discount. The codes, Luke, you guys, upgradedformulas.com. And they're they're affordable. This isn't like yeah. some of the other stuff I support, promote, use myself is crazy expensive and a bit more novel, you mm-hmm. know, but this like to get on a monthly kind of mineral regimen is not very expensive. So. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I, I've thought about that as I've priced our products is that ultimately, you know, I, I want people to be able to afford to, to do this and, and test frequently. And I mean, that's how you get this virtuous cycles, this spiral upward is you're testing, you're improving your action, you're, you know, with supplements that really work, and then you're testing again, and, you know, and it's, it's essential. Um, we also donate to Charity Water, too. That's uh, something else oh, cool. I really believe in because I feel like they're solving a root cause um, problem too. You know, clean water. Uh, yeah, I know you're 
I'm a huge fan of, of yeah. water in general. Yeah. Having it, having really good quality. Yeah. Uh, particularly having it. It's very important. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, I did my water solo cast the other day. I made a point to put in the manuscript, like, you know, the elephant yeah. in the room here, I'm going to acknowledge the oh, fact yeah. that many people don't have any water to drink right. that's, you know, potable, clean. Um, so, you know, when I'm talking about, ooh, the best spring water, I oh, understand sure. there's a certain level of privilege some of it earned some of it inherent um but yeah the water cause is is really important so thank it's, you for doing that it's it's huge yeah and i i feel the same way i i mean i try to optimize my my water and the more i i do the more i think about people that have have none right as as you do too i'm sure yeah there people there's people like in, 700 million people yeah, roughly there's people that in don't some countries water. that would be stoked to be drinking austin tap water oh my <laughs> god I mean? like so stoked yeah so like, you know. just won the lottery like more re- like they would rejoice more for sure than if you won the lottery or, I right. won the, or anyone listening to this won the yeah. lottery. With that charity uh, that, that you support, mm-hmm. do they drill wells for mm-hmm. people? Is they that- drill wells. Oh, and okay. what I like about them is it's like an intelligent business. They, they, uh, they thought about like what, what keeps people from um, not donating, which is, you know, they're not sure where their money's going. So they take care of that. They, they say we're having one event every year and we, cover all of our overhead so everything you donate goes to the actual wells and then we show you geotagged locations the well you help drill oh cool yeah things That's like that so. i've always wondered that too with you know giving away yeah. everyone i think that is i don't know a happy healthy person is mm-hmm. altruist um altruistic mm-hmm. uh in some way but yeah, there's you get these things in the mail like oh, donate to help support you know this kid right. and it'll feed him this many meals a month mm-hmm. for ten dollars and you're like I'll do that but do you re- is that actually happening right or do we better off just you know next time someone hits me up at the gas station give them twenty bucks here mm-hmm. man get something to eat you know yeah I, I think if if you're listening to this and you're putting together a charity or you're part of a charity like look at their model because they've done it as well as anyone I've ever seen you know it's just really savvy really smart. It's, they're using technology in the right way. So. Right on. All right. So when people go uh, spend their money at UpgradedFormulas.com, some of it's going to that mm-hmm. cause. That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Hopefully this year we'll drill at least one well with them too. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then more to come, more to come. So yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on social media? I've given your website mm-hmm. a plug. Everyone knows they can shop there and get their sure. discount with the code Luke. Uh, what mm-hmm. about... Instagram. Yeah, so, social, uh, Instagram, ask Barton, A-S-K, and then Barton, uh, at Upgraded Formulas, and then on YouTube, Upgraded Formulas. Cool. Awesome. I got one last question for mm-hmm. you, and then we'll get out of here. I yeah. think you're probably as starving as I am. <laughs> uh, I did eat a little bit before I came, thank God, because I was <laughs> running super late getting over here. Mm-hmm. Um, who are three teachers or teachings that have influenced your life and work that you might share with us? Um. Just the the Tao Te Ching, I, I think, is a great book. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I really, I really like um, this book by Doctor Watts on minerals. Um, there's another one, um, Doctor Lawrence, I think, in this in that area. It's been years since I read that one. Um, and then, kind um, of. Just a lot of lot of philosophy. I think just accumulating as many perspectives as possible, and and sort of choosing a bit and leaving a bit, you know, that feels right. 
and and moving on and and having that approach of of going like I'm still going to ask the question or read the book even if I feel like I know most of it you know and and being able to discard if I don't agree with something I'm not going to let that taint all of it um you know in the same yeah yeah so even yeah. The, in the even in the same way that if I don't like a person's personality possibly if it's not exactly like you know a complete jive then i can still learn from them i think that's that's just uh essential you know to find that's a healthy way to live dude yeah especially in the in the world of you know the health and supplement biohacking industries you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of polarity and people i think have a hard time also changing their mind right i mean i'm mm-hmm. learning things all the time there was a couple of years ago i took a supplement I thought was good for you. I looked into it. It felt right. And then later on, I got more information was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to take that anymore. You know, it's totally. just, there's always new, um, exciting, emerging info. If you can keep that malleable mind and the Tao Te Ching would be a great, a great way for people to learn how to be that way. Right. Yeah. Like totally. That zoomed out perspective. It's funny that you're into that teaching and you ended up going into minerals because I feel like minerals Balance. are so, yeah, art's all about balance. That's the whole thing. And there's this quiet power in minerals, right? Mm-hmm. They're just kind of subtle in our environment and mm-hmm. humble and laying back in the cut, but they really are at the foundation of all life. So that's that's uh, makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. All right, dude. Well, thank you for sitting down. And for those listening, we're going to come back and we're going to do another conversation Um because what I want to do, I'm just a geek like this. I, I'm waiting for my test results to get in. I had to, you know, obviously um, supplement with Allison's, but mm-hmm. I'm going to get mine and I'm going to do my consultation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take whatever minerals of yours that I'm not, because I'm taking a few already. Sure. The thing that sucks though, since I've already been taking your minerals, now when I do my test, it'll probably be a lot more awesome than sure. it would have been in real life. Because I wanted to do a total before and after, but just mm-hmm. reality of life didn't allow us to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do the the analysis, then I'm gonna get on whatever minerals your people recommend, and then I'm gonna do another one after that, and then we'll record again. Cool. And we'll go over it and kind of show people some of the things that you know worked and some of the things that still need work and. I think it'd be a good experience for people to kind of understand how they can go do it for themselves that sounds great yeah it'd be super fun so thanks for coming dude yeah beautiful it's been uh, a pleasure great conversation yeah, we got to do it. every time we hang out it's like we just talk about kind of life philosophy yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know i don't typically like sit around and geek out about this stuff mm-hmm. with you so i'm like totally. we finally got to do it i got to extract your knowledge so thank you for that yeah got to get some of yours too so a lot of fun cool thank you yep. yeah this is this is great so um such a pleasure to be on. All right, we finally did a show about minerals. I'm super stoked to share this information with you. And by the way, after we did this recording, uh, I got the results of my hair mineral analysis and was pretty stoked with the results. Uh, Nothing too alarming there and all levels look pretty good. Now, I had been using Upgraded Formulas Minerals for a while before taking this test, plus I did a four-week Quicksilver Scientific Heavy Metals Detox before sending it in as well. So I think that was one of the reasons mine came out uh, as well as it did. However, I did find that I was still pretty high in aluminum, likely from breathing, I don't know, geoengineering dust for the past 30 years. So I'm working on bringing that level down by taking a product called Living Silica from Organo as well as the upgraded formulas iodine. And both have been proven effective in lowering aluminum specifically. So I'll keep you posted on that. 
when we do another show with Barton down the road, I'm going to see how much I can get this stuff dialed in. And I will, of course, share that with you. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, if you want to see one of these hair mineral analysis tests in the visual form, you can find it at the show notes, lukestory.com slash Barton. We've posted it there to get an idea. And for those of you that want to do a hair test yourself, you can, of course, do that at upgradedformulas.com and save 15% off with the code Luke. So this is super interesting stuff, and you can expect me to be really diving into the mineral piece uh, quite a bit this year, as um, as I indicated in this episode and in the intro, it's um, just kind of screaming at me. It's kind of in my face. I'm like, wow, how did you miss uh, such an important piece after all these years? And because I'm feeling so awesome and the results have been great from doing the testing and really fine-tuning not only the levels of minerals, as you learned from Barton, but the balance between all of them and getting rid of these nasty heavy metals. So this is super cool stuff. And unlike some uh, protocols that you can find in you know, functional medicine and God knows with allopathic medicine, uh, this is much less expensive. I mean, the tests are, are relatively cheap. I think they're, I don't know, $175, something um, along those lines. And the minerals aren't that expensive either. So out of, you know, all of these years I've been working on stuff, I feel like I've probably spent a lot of money unnecessarily when some of my root issues uh, were due to mineral imbalance. So this is very cool stuff and thankfully much more affordable than some of the other alternative health and biohacking interventions we talk about on this show. I know we talk about a lot here and many people are like, that's cool, that machine's $12,000 or whatever. And trust me, I get it. I think all of my disposable income for the past many years has um, gone in efforts to uh, feel good and stay feeling that way. But you can do it cheaper. Okay. So next week's episode, we're taking a bit of a detour as I'm laying out the calendar here. I'm like, wow, we're really all over the place in terms of our topics, but I'm just interested in a lot and passionate about sharing so many different ways that I hope you can up-level and improve your life. So next week's show is episode 403 with Mama Gina, author of Pussy, A Reclamation on sacred feminine power. And that one is definitely adult themed next week. So I want to warn you, I already said the word that could be, I don't know, maybe not so friendly on the ears of youngsters. So my, uh, my apologies for that. But there's another way to say it. That's what her book's called. It's hard to abbreviate or, you know, put the little asterisks in, in two of the letters when you're reading copy. But next week's episode is incredible really, really great stuff. So I can't wait for you to hear that with Mama Gina, who's someone that's been uh, requested on numerous occasions by listeners. So if you were one of them, I got you. We got it done. She came to Austin and we had a very enlightening conversation about the nature of feminine energy and all the things. I've got an upcoming event. Get to see some happy naked faces at Paleo Effects, April 29th through May 1st. You can get tickets to that event at lukestory.com slash events. Uh, this will be my fourth appearance at Paleo FX, and it always delivers really great events. So can't wait to see you guys there. Last but certainly not least, I want to thank our sponsors, leelaq.com, airdoctorpro.com slash luke, organifi.com slash lifestylist, and lo and behold, Upgraded Formulas, Barton's company. I didn't even realize they were a sponsor of the show until I started uh, putting the copy together, but I love their stuff as I do all of our sponsors. So it brings me great pleasure to not only be able to continue to do this show with the support from our sponsors, but also to be able to present to you guys the best of the best, uh, at least at the time of this recording. 
I pride myself on finding great brands to share with you. So uh, I appreciate you listening and uh, hopefully you appreciate finding some really cool stuff and saving yourself the time and energy of researching it on your own because I actually enjoy finding this kooky stuff uh, and doing the research to find the best of the best. So thanks to our sponsors, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. I'll be back next week with Mama Gina. 